0: Hey
1: everyone,
2: welcome to a brand new M.A. Roasted podcast. We got two this week, one with uh, the Greg Wilson and Andre Harrison, and now a new one and we have the UFC president Dana White calling in. How cool is that? That is one of this is going to be one of my all-time favorite podcasts, I know, unless he gets mad and tells me to go fuck myself. But either way, I'm excited. I, Dana's a friend of mine. He's been nothing but really really cool to me. Uh, he's just been a, he's a he's been a good friend, a great friend actually. And and, and he helped me, you know, get started at MMA Roasted. So uh, I'm looking forward to that conversation. Dude, I had no idea how jacked Dana White was. You see that picture? It meant the beach with
0: his shirt off. I was like, damn, dude. Yeah, that was a Photoshop photo. Was it really? really? It, was it was on yeah. his Instagram account, though. Uh,
3: I don't know, because I saw a bunch of them, and they look like they were Photoshopped. How can you
4: tell? How can you tell that they're, they're Photoshopped there? Because it just didn't
3: so- look the way he looked and then there was a bunch
2: of like the same mm. images were you upset so, like, after yeah. you uh, finished uh, um, when you were looking at it, it and uh, I'm upset yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay listen so I'm, I'm saying like you finished on it is what I'm trying to say. okay listen to thanks CB <laughs> uh, it's gonna be a great podcast and we also have the UFC champion Colby Covington calling in. The real uh, champ. Is he the real champ or yeah, is Tyron yeah. Woodley the real champ? I thought if you don't defend a title for over a year,
0: some shit better have changed. You know what I'm saying?
2: A lot of people feel that way. And I think that's a good thing because if, like, the, let's say like the Lakers, or who won this year, Golden State doesn't defend next year and they're out of the sure. season. Whoever wins is the new champion, right? Yeah. Uh, at the same time, if you don't, Lose your title because, if, because you're hurt. Like, it's not like Conor McGregor where he's throwing dollars at buses and getting in all kinds of trouble with the law. I mean, he's legitimately getting surgery. So, if you're getting surgery, I don't think you should leave, lose your, unless it's like six years, like a Cain Velasquez situation where it's like seven years of surgery. So, uh, we'll talk to Colby about that. All right. Uh, first, I want to thank our sponsors, Speedweed. Listen, people, marijuana is legal in California. It's legal. Uh, Some people argue it's healthy. I know it's relaxing. I know uh, once in a while I like to smoke because... uh It just calms my nerves. And I typically use the CBD uh, oil and lotion and spray. And they got all of it over at speedweed.com. You can get it delivered right to you, right to your house. You don't even have to leave. They will give it right to you. They'll bring it to you. You order a pizza. You order Chinese food. You order all kinds of stuff. Why not order marijuana? Because here's what happens. You go to the dispensary and you start smoking a little bit and blah, blah, blah. You get in your car. Now you got a DUI. It's $20,000. You lose your job. You got a criminal record. who knows your wife leaves you your boyfriend leaves you bad things can happen Uh however you stay in the house none of that's gonna happen you just stay in you smoke you put on Adult Swim Greg and Morty whatever the kids are watching now okay Uh and uh, and that's it so go to speedweed.com you get $10 off orders $100 or more also listen Sexual performance issues. It's worse than you think, people, okay? I know CB struggles all the time with that. Listen, uh, over 25% of new ED cases are guys under the age of 40. I'm 40. That's alarming. 40% of men by age 40 struggle from not being able to get and maintain an erection. That's the worst. You finally get a chick home. She's down. Then all of a sudden, your dick goes limp horrible things okay she's gonna start judging you what's wrong with you is it me she's gonna feel insecure now you got a whole fucking you did all this work to forget laid boom it's gone because of your dick so why do guys turn to real solutions or do nothing when they can learn turn to medical uh, and medicine and science go to fourhims.com it's a one-stop shop for hair loss skin care sexual wellness for men they connect you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat ed well no generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions to help you combat E D. Get rid of ED, okay? No reason why your dick shouldn't work. All right. There's no waiting room, no awkward visits, no lines, save hours. But go to 4 It's uh it's good, it's hard, made easy. Say hello to your little friend. It's erectile without the dysfunction. Go to Forhims today and for, uh, you can get try hims for a month for just five bucks. We'll get you started for just five bucks while supplies last. See the website for full details. Go to forehims.com/slash MAROS that's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash mma roasted slash roasted. Now, also, my buddy Chris Jonesy's here. Jonesy, a uh, really good friend of mine, really funny comedian from Boston, uh, also a great actor. You were in Gotham, yep, right? Yep. Uh,
4: what wh- did you play in Gotham? I played a character named Carl Smikers in the first season. And wh- 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 what was your character? Uh, I stole weather balloons. In uh in one episode, I think it was episode four or three. Yeah, I stole a bunch of weather balloons, they tracked me down, they brought me in the station, kicked the shit out of me, that kind of thing. Nice. It's well, pretty we, pretty nice little role.
2: You're also a really good dude, funny as hell. Thank great you. Great son. actor. And I don't know how much of a fight fan you are, but it seems like when I play the podcast in the car, that's what I do. I invite my friends to go on trips and I play my own podcast. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> Gotcha bitch. Uh, <laughs> but you seem to enjoy the podcast.
4: I did. I did. Uh and and then when we got down to San Diego, because we were doing shows that weekend, we watched all day. Uh, yeah, the fights. The fights. And I, I never really did that before. And I had I had a blast, man. That was so much fun. I yeah. want to do that again. We got to do that again. Well, uh, even better, I'll take you to a fight. Yeah, take tonight. me to a fight. I would love to go to a
2: fight. That's fantastic. Uh, 100%. So uh, yesterday, me and Greg Wilson did a podcast. It should be up later tonight. And uh, some of the sound got screwed up. One of the Colby, the Colby interviews. So we have to redo it. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, we're doing it today. But... Joe was supposed to... First of all, Vince doesn't show up. He's like, sorry, man. Uh, I'm not there. He texts me an hour into the show going, dude, I lost track of time. And I'm, I'm like, it's okay. You didn't show up to your fight either. No, uh, sure. I'm just kidding. He fought a really good guy. But um, Joe, 10 minutes for the show, you go, hey, dog, I can't make the podcast. My girl is in the hospital. Yeah. And I said, oh, I hope she's okay. You go... It's brain surgery, no big deal, okay, yeah. which I don't think those no big deals ever followed brain surgery in the history of the English language. Uh, what happened?
0: Well, my girlfriend has epilepsy, so she's, ha- she's having, like, a big major brain surgery to uh, ultimately fix it for good. And so she's going to be in there for a couple weeks, and I had to go, you know, say what's up, you know. Her family was there, so we couldn't really do nothing nasty,
2: Okay, you know. Oh, uh, but did you try? She's in no. the
3: fucking
0: hospital.
3: Hey, what are you thinking about?
2: I once slept with a girl in the hospital. Oh, uh, really? Tell
0: me that
3: story. I,
2: I did. I, it was this girl who... Does uh, she know you? Uh, no no, it was no she was in a coma yeah, <laughs> yeah no, she she was like she she was in a nurse, coma she was it was I, I, cool. I, this is years ago, it was maybe like, ten years ago. I just got back from a like, uh, tour in Iowa. I was like horny as hell, and then she called me, and like, we were just like seeing each other we're not like and then I, I go in there and I, would, I just lock the door, and she was like lying down, I just put her legs in the air. And, and then, but I think we were on camera because I think she got like. After that, they gave her like three roommates, so that, that, couldn't, that couldn't happen anymore in the hospital. But uh, hospital sex is kind of fun, actually. Yeah, you know? those
4: beds are like they're flexible and shit. You can yeah, no, around. yeah. Have you ever had hospital sex? N- I never had hof- hospital. sex. Where's the
2: craziest place you ever had sex? Uh,
4: in a library. Oh wow! In between, in an aisle of a library, holding onto, to you know bookshelves. Was this is like a porno standing up. up? Yeah, uh, it was but, crazy. Really? Yeah. People like shh. Enough. There was nobody up there It was like the It was a college library Late at
2: night Top floor ah. You know They get really empty Remember when libraries Weren't just for homeless people uh, <laughs> uh, Like, uh, like yeah, now you go to a library that's right, that's it's just, right. It's literally like A hundred homeless people Just hanging out it's, it's there It's crazy no one, uh, Reading books I guess I mean, I mean It's crazy You go
4: there You're like it, it's, it's, it's sad I go to the library In my neighborhood Quite a bit I live in downtown LA And uh, every time I go in there There's two cops that are in that library full time their only job is to just Tap homeless people on the head when they're sleeping on the tables. That's their only job is just to make sure homeless people aren't sleeping in the place. Oh. Places filled with homeless people. Cops are there to make sure they're not sleeping. They have to be up. Yeah, they have <laughs> to be awake. <laughs> that is, you that, should be awake. That if That you're is so be dumb. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. I want oh, to wake up and get out. <laughs> yeah. How about get out? You're not doing. <laughs> well, no, they could
2: stay there. But, I mean, why not? It's better than being on. I mean, in the out in the cold there or is air conditioning. You know? So it's in yeah. The or summertime. out in the hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember one time I had a job where my job was like. When I first moved to L. A. To go. I would travel with this guy who was in a truck and I go and try to convince like these these stores uh, these like basically these gas stations to like pick up some kind of new cola and then like I was like the, I was working for like the cola <laughs> new cola yeah it was like what was some, it called <laughs> I, I, actually I think it was called like it was hers for her.com it was like a it was an energy drink for women right and actually tasted what? really good yeah so but I go in there I be like hey you want to get it for hers and they'd be like no or usually no and then I go back in the truck and that guy had to stock It'd been like an hour of stocking whatever so I fell asleep because I'm like What's the matter if I'm in a truck, if I'm awake? The guy took a picture of me and sent it to my boss. And then I was like trying to get more work. And they're like, oh, actually, we have a picture of you sleeping on the job. I'm like, what a dick that he did that, number one. And I go, well, what difference does it make if I'm asleep or not? I'm in the truck. So if my eyes are open, it's better. And then if my eyes are closed, I tried to defend my case. And uh, the guy's like, you seem very smart. Like You should be a lawyer or something. He still still fired me. Anyway, who watched the contender series last night? Dana I I White. Did. Okay, first of all, the guy that we had in the podcast won in nine seconds. Alonzo Menafield? Yeah, we had him on the show. Remember? Eight second uh-huh.
3: knockout, dude.
2: Yeah, Alonzo Menafield. We had him. Remember him? He was a nice guy. He was yeah. a f- football player, and he came. He was like in like forty-seven custody of the state type things, and he was like had a really really tough childhood, and played college football, and someone took him under his wing, and yeah yeah, I'm really happy for that guy. Uh, and we had him first, by the way. Okay, so all you guys, I was like, this guy, I remember watching him on LFA going, this guy's special. And then Greg Hardy won. Big controversy about Greg Hardy. He used to be in the NFL. He was on the Cowboys. He got kicked out for domestic abuse. Oh, he's fighting now. He's fighting and he and and he debut last uh, night. Oh yeah, and and he won. He was a nasty nasty dude, really. Yeah, and then people were like tweeting me, trying to get me to retweet. Like it's almost like he never left the kitchen or something, you know. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I'm not gonna make that joke. Look, I mean, the UFC is giving the guy a second chance. That's one way to look at it. On the other hand, it's like, does he deserve a second chance? I, I can see both sides. I can see the, this is America, the opportunity for, to redeem yourself when you fuck up, when you make mistakes. I also see, I mean, look, I mean, Sean Penn, didn't he beat up Madonna? I mean, I mean a, lot of, a lot of guys out there did horrible things and they seem to redeem themselves. At the same time, you know, should we let this slide?
3: The UFC's fired people for domestic violence before that they were on the roster. But they so, were in the UFC. Yeah, they were already in the UFC, but they mm-hmm. fired them due to domestic violence. Um, and it's just, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough situation. There's no, you know, there's no definitive answer of what the what should or should not. All be I going. know is I'm not rooting for the guy.
2: Okay, and I, I'm I'm rooting for whoever fights him. I, I like
3: that they put him <laughs> up against a, another <laughs> former NFL guy, but. Fuck! When Greg Hardy landed the outpunch to knock him out, I was like,
2: "Yeah, but Greg Hardy's gonna have a tough time once he gets to the upper echelon." Yeah, Chase,
3: Chase Sherman already called him out. Yeah, he, he might tweeted, knock out Chase Sherman I want, though. I want the, him the, next.
2: The problem is that he might be Chase Sherman is not the brightest fighter. I like Chase Sherman, no. but he's a rock em, sock 'em sock robot guy, chin up in yeah. the air, straightforward. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to watch to watch that guy. A lot of guys are gonna want to beat him. I you know who called him out is uh, uh the black. Beast. Oh, Derek Lewis. Yeah. That's gonna be a, a murder. If the Black Beast goes up against Greg Hardy, Greg well, Hardy. I, I think the Greg Hardy getting fuck like up. He's like the
3: biggest anti-domestic violence guy, so he's been calling out all the ones that have. No, been, I, like been I, like I like it. I like it. I like it.
2: I like it. I'm not a fan of Greg Hardy. I, you know, but you amateur fights. Yeah, he's had a couple of amateur fights. He trains over an American Top Team. He's a freak athlete. You know, these guys even like even Menafield, I mean, he was a college football player. When you get these heavyweight college football players. In the MMA, who know how to tackle and are already at that next level of athleticism, you know, it's a different, it's a different sport for these guys. It's well, different. And, it's
3: like, and it's like they come in not from a wrestling background, but playing in the NFL, you're getting tossed around and pushed and everything. Oh yeah. So your takedown defense or keeping people away from you is probably very strong. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to ask you, did you watch it? You watched the whole thing? I watched the highlights. Did you see? Because a lot of people are in uproar right now that Chris Curtis didn't get. The yeah. contract as well. The guy, I think he landed like a sweet chin music style sidekick and was yeah. just a lot of people were upset. And then he went on Twitter and was like, He's retiring, even, right? Yeah, I'm 41 or something. There's not really a lot of
2: room for me to well, go. Well, at anymore. the same time, look, that happened a lot of times in the first, Ameri- I'm not Dana White series. A lot of guys I thought deserved to be in it and didn't get in it. So, and to retire because you didn't get the shot, I think is not the answer. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of guys. I, I mean, the guy that we talked to, um, yesterday andre harrison is 17 and zero, and he's not in the ufc he's and he's beaten oh. six guys that were in the ufc and you know and the thing is as a comic i'm in it for the long game i've been doing this 21 fucking years you know a uh, part of me is like when's my netflix Fox special it's like me saying hey guys i didn't get a netflix special so i'm done you <laughs> yeah. know people are like all right later you know, yeah. There's a lot of guys out there that'll be like, all right, th- cool. Well, can I do the gigs that you're not going to do next week? You know, that's, that's, yeah. that's, and this is the nature of the game. Anytime you have a job that you like doing that's really fun, it's going to suck in a, and, and a lot of other ways. The business usually sucks of fun jobs. And you can't ultimatum
3: yourself into you know, a contract or a title shot. Like, Condit tried to ultimatum himself. And he said, you know, UFC, if you don't give me the rematch with Robbie for the belt, I'm not fighting anymore. And they went back and forth for a while, and then he ended up fighting again. Right. But it's just, it's not the way to, you know,
2: progress in the right direction. Let's talk about some of the fights over the weekend. I know you didn't see him, Joe. You probably didn't see him. You definitely saw him. Uh, I was so impressed by Robert Whitaker. This dude, he fought this guy, Yoel Romero. I'll, I'll, I'll break it down to you, Jonesy. So, uh, hold on one sec. Can you pause, pause? John. Yeah, so last week, this guy, Joel Romero, who is this Olympian wrestler, he looks like he he was made in a lab, right? But he keeps missing weight. But he missed weight by 0.2 pounds, which is like right – and when you miss Uh weight, you got to give 25% of your money or 20% to the other guy. And then he was going to fight for the belt, and now he didn't get the belt. Now, during the fight, he looked so tired, he couldn't throw a punch. But every time he threw a punch or a kick, he would knock the guy down. He threw like four punches around, but basically he lost the first two rounds by inactivity. Third round, he had Whitaker hurt. It was easily a 10-8. I thought in the fourth round, I gave it to Whitaker. And then in the fifth round, I gave it back to Romero. Maybe even a 10-8 again. So the fight should have been a draw, which in which case it still goes to a, 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 a eight. Uh, but it was a, I mean it was a great fight. It was I mean, but he had this guy on just on Queer Street. I mean, he was just he didn't know where he was. And by the way, I said that one time at a, at a party. And there was a gay guy there. goes, what street? I go, queer, I go, queer street. He goes, why is it called queer street? I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, 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 don't think it's, it up. I don't think it's about gay. I don't think it has anything to do with gay people. It yeah, was, but it's 2018 like, now.
4: You can't even. <laughs>
2: yeah, I was like, I think it's just an expression. I, I don't even know where queer street even comes from. So anyway, so he had the guy rock, but I got to give it to, uh, to Whitaker because he hung in there. I mean, he didn't even know where he was. And
3: with a broken hand.
2: And with a broken hand. Did you score for him, though? Uh, I thought it was, it was a draw. Draw. I thought it was a draw Because if you go 10-8 But it was a draw Or Whitaker won I, I can't see how Romero won But if you go by damage It goes to Romero Like back in old scoring days Where they used to go on On damage Like in pride I think Or like Then I would say But in in this one no But it was a great fight It was a great fight a hell of a fight and, and then Col- always have good fights And then Colby Who we're going to talk to him in a second Who said that He was going to teabag The other guy In the octagon Did he do it? No, he he oh, he, uh, he didn't knock him out. He, but he, he won four rounds to one. He outworked him, outgrappled him, just kind of... I I wouldn't say he really hurt him. He just basically just... He just won. He, he mildly dominated.
3: embarrassed him a little bit. Yeah. In, in, in a weird way, because I don't think most people expected Colby to do what he did. And I also don't think they really expected
2: RDA to be kind of like... It wasn't flat, but he wasn't himself. Well, was I, I think himself Colby himself. Colby got into his head, and, but then he said he's going to bring the uh, he's going to bring the belt to the uh, to the White House, and uh, actually Donald Trump Jr. commented on his thing, saying, "Good job, Colby." So he actually might be going to the White House. He actually just posted on Instagram today, Colby Covington, uh, and he actually said he's at the White House, like he like tagged at the White House. <laughs> well, they need uh, as
4: many athletes to go in there and give him the thumbs up as they can get now, right?
2: So he writes. Uh, so he writes on Instagram, and this dude is, is hilarious. Uh, and then he said he was going to smack Joe Rogan. He called him Taekwon Joe, but he, he, he never did that either. He goes, screw the <laughs> National Filthball League, the NFL, the NFL. You don't deserve, they don't deserve the White House. See you soon, Mr. President. Hashtag make America great again. So. Uh,
0: I love Kobe Covington so much. Really? Yeah, dude. This uh, is a character. How many fighters are characters like that?
2: No, I mean you know There's I mean, three
3: of them and they all their first names all start with C.
2: Connor, Colby, and who and else? Chael. CM Punk. And Chael.
4: Yeah, this kind of stuff reminds me of like, you know, WWE or something It
2: like, 100% well, is like we that. Had yeah. One of those two on Saturday. Yeah, yeah we had CM Punk for again. <laughs> uh-huh. And he got the crap beaten out of him by a guy who was 0 and 1. Who they said he had world class <laughs> boxing, but he got knocked yeah. out by a jiu jitsu guy. The guy that came to my birthday party knocked him out, Mickey Gall. And he, um, yeah, CM Punk looked terrible. And what's crazy is that the guy had three years with the best wrestling coach in the world, Askren, best rest, one of the best wrestling coaches out there, one of a great world class striking coach and a world class grappling coach, and, and a hell of a
3: team behind him. Hell as of a home. team.
2: I don't know. <clears throat> I, I don't understand why nobody told him. Like, two months out, like, bro, we're not, I can't support you. Like. like, How old is he? Like, 45? No, he's like 40, Uh, but like, like, if you're friends with a guy, right, and there's a hot girl at the club, and you know the hot girl is going to reject him. Warn him.
4: Warn him. Like, dude. It's not gonna go well for you. Yeah, don't buy drinks for her.
2: But maybe, but, but maybe <laughs> there's Simple. a chance where that. Am I that? I don't know. Maybe that's a bad example. But it just, I don't know. It, it didn't go well, and he he got beat up. But at the same then, time, you've even said on the show
3: before. You've talked to you know so and so's teammates, and they say you know how are you doing? For, how's he looking for the fight? And they're like, I don't know,
2: man. Oh yeah, to, his, like, his teammates were saying. You need to be honest. You need yeah. to be honest with this guy. At the same time, he made it, and everyone's like, he's so courage, so much heart. He got a half million dollars for that fight.
3: Yeah, he made he made one
2: he made one million
3: six thousand for the two fights. I mean, is is,
2: is that is that that the highest paid loser
3: in UFC history? (laughs) (laughs) He has to be.
4: Wow, Now, is that is that hard when you when you get a million and a half? So he's a WWE guy trying to transition. Yeah. Now, of all the WWE guys who have tried to make this transition, have any of them Brock Lesnar became the heavyweight champion? champion.
2: But Brock was also a college wrestler.
4: Okay. Two-time uh,
2: national champion, mm-hmm. uh, high school. So he had he a, was,
4: a real great pedigree anyways, right?
2: And he's also heavyweight, which is mm-hmm. arguably the weakest division. I hate to say it, but there's just not okay. that many people doing it. You know, you could you can become – it's a lot harder when guys are 170, 185. There's, I think there's more of them. Most heavyweight yeah. guys are that are that good are going to boxing. I would assume or football. Most guys are going to football yeah. because if you're that big and, and and agile and you can make millions of dollars and do it for ten years or seven years, or you can get you could work ten times as hard and get knocked out by huge guys. You know, for
4: no uh, money. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think I
3: think the pool was like when the UFC was looking for CM's second opponent. It was not originally going to be Mike Jackson. I don't. I think they were trying to look for somebody that could like, you know, kind of make CM look a little bit better than he is making a fight. But then like, and I was nervous. I thought Mike, it was possible, but just watching CM
2: Punk. I think he put money on himself. So what? So what happened was the other guy got cut too. The other guy was beating him up, but like playing with him. It was you know how like you. Fight your little brother or your cousin. <laughs> yeah. and you give him noogies. So he had him on top and was going like this, and then punching him, yeah. and then like watch this hand, watch yeah, this yeah, hand, like bam. like doing like the, the, the Hulk Hogan thing. Like he was, and then he act like he wasn't want to be there. I honestly think he put a million dollars on himself to win by decision. That would not surprise me. So, the, so they cut him too. They cut him for looking bad and win and victory. They were like they cut everybody. it's like the, it's like the second time
3: they've ever cut both fighters after a fight. Oh, it happened God. once before and it was a very long time ago. So so I don't, so the next big so, fight. Your cut with a win thing too that we've been discussing for years. He got cut on a win. He got cut on a win, but he
2: shouldn't have been there. I mean, that's the only time they're going to put an all in one fighter in the UFC.
3: Well, Danny even said afterwards, I never should have put that on pay per view. And we're all sitting here going, well, yeah, we could have told you that a while ago. Man. Yeah, we're, right. Look at
2: the rest of the card. But you're not going to, people only ordered it because of that. It's in Chicago. I mean, it put asses in the seats. So, all right, let's talk about the uh, upcoming fight in two weeks UFC Singapore, Donald Cerrone versus Leon Edwards. It's a good fight. Uh Don if you don't know, is a guy who at one point was fighting every week. Uh he was <laughs> a prof- he was a, pro- a professional bull rider. Uh he he used to uh, bang Brittany Palmer, prime Brittany Palmer. Not that he's not very attractive now, but uh prime uh and and he uh, he uh, First time I met him, he goes, roast me, I'll beat the fuck out of you. And I was like, that's all you got to say. <laughs> and, and then we became friends. He came to my show with his grandma and his and his, 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 grandma. And, and like his, his girlfriend. His grandma comes to all his fights. He, has, he, 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 <laughs> he cool. lives at this ranch. And then, he, and then he talks about being broke. But you can see him on Instagram where he has one of those things where, like, you know those things that ride waves where, like, you could, like, go in the air and fly, yeah, yeah, like a hoverboard. It's called mm, it's like flyboarding. What's it
3: called? Flyboarding.
2: No, fly. Yeah. He spends his time flyboarding and then goes. I'm broke. Yeah. Well. well is that why Why like you
3: water jetpack that'll? Mm-hmm. It has like a giant coil to it and it just shoots you out of the water and you're.
4: Kind oh of yeah, hovering. yeah. I've seen those. Yeah. yeah. Like I've always tier. wanted to do that. So, <laughs> that yeah. This amazing. is what he's doing. I'll and be doing it on my honeymoon. And, and he lives
2: on a ranch <laughs> with other fighters and trains all day. So yeah. So he's fighting and like he never watches tape on any of his opponents. You'll be like, who are you fighting next week? He's like, I don't know. He just gets in there and kicks people's asses. So he's fighting Leon Edwards though, but Edwards is no joke. Uh. Liam, That's Rocky Leon might win this I hate to say it But Cerrone has not been. Well Cerrone won his last fight Against Yancey That was a good fight Yeah But then Yancey Like hugged his mom afterwards That was kind of weird uh, Oh his grandma yeah. His grandma And gave but, her a kiss Yeah I was like What is going on He's just a Hawaiian thing Yeah Hawaiian thing uh, I'm pulling for Cerrone though I, I, I want Cerrone to win Also OSP versus Tyson Pedro Damn uh, That's a good fight dude Another good fight I, I like good grapplers matchup. I like OSP. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jessica, Jesse Jess. My girl. Is fighting Jessica I. Ooh, that's a good fight. Jessica I is a girl I, I hung out with one time. Uh, I was in Ohio, and she invited me out to like hang out on a boat. And I was like, this is awesome. It was like me, her, and her. Fr- she brought like three of her friends. I was like, great. Uh, but she came to my show. She's super cool. But then she, she's like, hey, let's throw a football. She was throwing spirals. I think it was like throwing like like the biggest girl ever, like the wall. yeah yeah. She's all like fucking has like a ten pack. I have man boobs. I was like I was I was in the ocean wearing like a fucking t shirt. It, it was it was and then she's throwing footballs like I'm like uh yeah. It was really embarrassing to me. She said that none of that was all going on in my head, but so anyway, she's fighting this girl Jesse Jess, who um she's super pretty, fun tattoos everywhere, great butt, fun. Ween dog is in love with her. Yeah, I'm in love
0: with her, dude. And she's—she know?
4: Did you tell her? Yeah, I talked to her. She knows. Yeah, yeah, she knows. We're going right to date. Yeah, he's asked but her out. But don't you have a girlfriend in brain surgery? Yeah, what about <laughs> your, Yeah, what about you gotta, you gotta write your girl? I gotta
0: get this date with Jesse Jess going on soon, dude. Before my girlfriend wakes up. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. So yeah, now, now Jesse
2: Jess she's she's tomorrow she's was down. like, "Hey, you want to bang? What <laughs> so would like, you do?" <laughs> I'd probably say no. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head? Yes. <laughs> tell
0: people that. Come on, man! Really. Well, we do. I mean, she is my my, my hall pass person.
2: To remember. who? Did you talk about it with your girlfriend? Yeah, remember that? I <laughs> yeah, talk, while she was I sleeping. I talked to <laughs> Jess Jess about dice. No, not yes
0: yes, I talked to your
3: girlfriend
2: about you having a hall pass.
4: I
0: mean, she's out cold in the hospital. She
3: made a side fucker. Yeah. Oh, she said yes.
2: She nodded.
4: <laughs> Man, she wasn't nodding. She
2: was having an epileptic yeah, fit. Yeah, does your girlfriend know that you're allowed to have a hall pass? Um,
0: You know, it's up in the air right now. <laughs> I mean, What, she has what a hall her pass feet too. in a
2: fucking coma? Like, what we, I mean, she has a hall pass too. She adjusted the bed. She has a hall, the, hall pass? Yeah. Uh, who, who's her hall pass? John Goodman. Shut up. What? <laughs> <laughs> what
4: do you mean? John,
2: why is your voice going up right now? <laughs> <laughs> fucking clown. J- Come on, dog. It's no big deal. It is a big nah,
4: deal.
0: First of all, I treat Jesse Jess with respect. I say, I'm sorry, Jesse, but. Time is, you know, you ran out of time. I got a girl now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to tell her that before a fight, dude. I don't want to get her emotional. Oh, I'm sure she's going to be uh, yeah, devastated. I, I think
3: she's in Singapore already, I don't think she's concerned. Yeah, I don't
0: want to, like, get her emotional before.
2: The Have fight. you ever hooked up with a fighter? What do you mean by fighter? Like like someone fighting AIDS? No, 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 like, like, like. A too. professional? A no, professional no, fighter, yeah. No? 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 no professional. Have
4: you ever had like a fit girl, a really fit chick? Oh yeah, yeah, many times.
2: No, not. I mean, I know that you're all ripped yourself, but is that? No. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. no. Is, is it hard being with a girl in better shape than you?
4: Haven't you you you've been with girls in better shape than you, haven't you? Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I I
2: actually love it. Okay, yeah. although the one chick, the, I with the girl, her muscles were so big. I, I, during the, the BJ, what? I was looking at, her, I was more in, like impressed by her like <laughs> fucking her biceps. I was like, damn, I wish I
4: had those fucking arms. <laughs> hey, can I see a picture of this girl that Jesse Jesse that you have a hall pass for? Uh, I'd, like to, yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. Like, yeah. like to see. Yeah, yeah. see
2: she like. is really pretty. She's got like a really cool look to her. Australian accent. Australian accent. Australian. Yeah. Oh, that's so hot. So hot. Okay, so on the fight press, p- past prelims, Matt Snell, he's fighting.
0: Danger,
3: that's Dan- my buddy.
2: Uh, Jake Matthews, my buddy Jake Matthews, uh, he better win. He's fighting Shinshao Anzai. This guy looks like he's a fucking a bad guy from a video game or something. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's not oh. not that many names on that, but uh, they're I like mean, single names with the opponents that we don't
3: know who the hell they are.
4: Yeah, yeah. Green blue purple hair she, well, she like has a, black hair now oh, she's got, like got an anime character in this thing
2: yeah I mean the big one though the big one is UFC 226 that's gonna be the best card ever yeah Stipe Stipe Miochik versus Daniel Cormier what a fight okay so Jonesy Stipe Miochik is the heavyweight champion he's like he's beating everybody he lost one time a couple years ago he's also a full time firefighter
4: like full time uh-huh. like,
2: has not left the fight and a paramedic played baseball in college, and wrestled in college.
4: Where is he from? What country? From Ohio. He's from Ohio. He's American. He's, he's, Croatian. he's,
2: he's Croatian. Yeah, we've never been. I don't think he's been to Croatia. Yeah. And uh, the guy he's fighting is Daniel Cormier, who has only two losses, were both to John Jones. Afterwards, he tested positive for steroids both time. And, and Cormier was a two-time Olympian, and he was a national champion uh, wrestler, and just this amazing, amazing athlete. But Stipe is a heavyweight. Cormier is 205. So that's like a foot
0: difference in height.
2: Foot, yeah. I mean, maybe three feet. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you, if you, if you, looked at Cormier in the street, you'd be like, who is this cute? Put-? He looks like Carl Winslow, like the guy from uh, family, family matters. matters. He, he looks like the father in <laughs> family matters. Like you would never, like we do that all about that cake. I'm like, Steve's got a six inch reach advantage. Cormier's got an eight inch waist advantage, but, <laughs> but he just throws people on their heads. Like when he fought Hendo, he tossed them, like, Hendo hasn't been like that since, like, Noah's Ark. I mean, he just takes you <laughs> and just fucking throws I mean, he's got this weird strength, and, and he's awesome. And people people are picking him to beat Stipe. I think it's going to be a good case of a good big guy beating a a good small guy, but I can't wait to see it. You're selling me on this.
4: I'm going to watch I oh, want to watch It's going to be a
2: fight and a half, and they're both really good guys. I mean, they're both really good guys. They both came to my shows. A brought his brother to my show, who like is like a smaller, chubbier. I'm like, what was this, Twins? Like I, he looks like he's you know Schwarzenegger. The other guy is DeVito. Cormier has been to my show too. Mm-hmm. Cormier is a good dude. Really good dude. It's hard to pick. I mean, dude. you guys, Cormier. His father was murdered like at Thanksgiving when he was like five years old, and then he lost a baby like uh, to just some kind of crazy accident. He's had like just horrible things happen in his life, and he's overcome them. And, and he's such a good person. And he's and he's also a high school wrestling coach to boot. Like he's just, yeah he's just he's just a great dude. Two great dudes fighting, but Cormier's got to be what four, almost 40, 39. Stipe's in his prime. He's younger. And Cormier hasn't been at
3: heavyweight in quite
2: a few years. But he won the heavyweight championship back in Strike Force. He knocked out Josh Barnett. No, he beat Josh Barnett. He'd he knock knocked him out. Knocked out Bigfoot knocked Silva. Knocked out Bigfoot Silva. But at that point, Silva was off TRT. My fucking Miles, my dog, could have knocked him out. But,
4: <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be a good fight. Let's book a show in Singapore. Let's go. No, no, no. This show? is in Vegas. This is, this is in Vegas? Vegas? This is all this is happening I'm going be to no, be there. No, I'm going to be there.
2: July 4th weekend. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's going to.
3: Fucking ridiculous.
2: Yeah, yeah. So that card, that's and then Max Holloway's on the card. Max Holloway is this Hawaiian kid who started fighting at like age four. He's just like this cool surfer dude, laid back, but just beats everybody. Awesome. He's fighting Ortega, who's undefeated, who just knocked out Frankie Edgar. No one's ever knocked out Frankie Edgar. I was there when that happened. Hit him with an uppercut. Edgar was still flying. It's it's (laughs) That's going to be a great fight too. And Francis Ngannou, who... Looks like I stood next to him. He's like six foot four, all muscle. His fist is bigger than my fucking head. I mean, he's just this guy from Africa that learned to fight in Paris. And he's just against the Black Beast. Who after he won one of his fights, he's like, where's Ronda Rousey? Uh, where's her fine ass out? But like he's like, humping the ground saying he's like, tell my wife tonight I'm going deep. Like he's just fucking like <laughs> hilarious, hilarious black dude. It's just going to be black on black. What
3: happened with the body shot? You know, it wasn't that bad. I really just didn't want to take a shit in the octagon. Oh, yeah.
2: The one time he fucking he, he kind of quit because he had to take a shit and then just fucking left. He, he, he like kind well, of no, went down. He ended up winning. No, no. That was against Hunt, right? When he hit, when he
3: knows. Hit. I thought it was the other one with the body kick, and then he ended up winning and going. I was just holding my stomach because I didn't want to shit myself. Oh my god! Because they got that new rule now. Oh what's yeah, yeah. The, what's the shitting rule? If you shit, piss, or throw up in the middle of a yeah. fight, in your fight, it's an automatic TKO loss.
4: Oh, that's like what the kind of rules they had to apply to Magic Johnson when he went back into the NBA because well, no, he had, well, no, he had that, that AIDS. Happens. It's like magic. If you shit or piss or throw up on the court, the game is over and your really? team loses. No.
2: Oh. <laughs> I was like, can't. I can't really believe you. Well, what happened was this girl shit herself during the fight. She some she, girl, yeah, this is common, is this common to no.
4: shit yourself during the no, fight? No, please,
2: All of a sudden, no. shit I can himself, see Tim what, shit throwing himself. up.
4: I can imagine. Justine
3: Kish
2: shit
4: himself. Right. Shit herself. Justine
2: Kish but it was like, this but it, and it was like up. weird girl color shit too. You know how this it's not like color was shit.
3: Choked out from her rear naked choke, and she shit her pants. Damn. And, then, and, and it then, was apparent
2: You could see it Yes oh. and somebody yeah. bought The fucking shorts after Somebody wow. paid Somebody Pop- named CB Gold yeah, yeah. I, can, I can promise you I People
4: don't have those are
2: sick No and then But then she was cool about it Because then she wrote Shit happens On fucking yeah. like, on, on Instagram yeah. And then everyone Kind of laughed about it And like forgot about it hmm. Except
3: for the commissions That are like We don't want to clean this up So if we have to You lose Well
2: then, then I was supposed To drive her to Um San Diego. And my wife's like, you better put fucking spreading on our fucking car seat. <laughs> <laughs> put some wee-wee pads down or something. Yeah, dude. yeah also on the card is uh, Mike Perry, who's this guy who like, I don't even know how to describe this guy. He's got
4: like a, a tattoo. dude from Friends?
2: No, that was uh,
4: Matthew Perry. That was Matthew Perry. Oh. I wish
2: it was Matthew Perry. But Mike Perry, he has a tattoo on his eyebrow. He hits really, really hard. But he's, like, basically... Wait, just the eyebrow?
4: Only a tattoo on the eyebrow? Uh, uh, he, it says platinum on his it eyebrow. It says platinum. <laughs> and
2: he's from Orlando. I love him already. He's basically, like, if Stitches, the rapper, yeah. was a fighter, <laughs> is, is exactly what, what you would get uh-huh. in, in Mike Perry. Yeah. Uh, uh, but he's fighting this guy, Yancey, who is an awesome but just a kind soul, but and this, like, deep thinker, poet, fighter, but he's just a warrior. But Perry, like... You know, makes these videos where, like, I went on Ancestry.com and found out that I'm two percent black, so then I could say the N-word. And then start saying it over and over again. He's like, actually
0: saying the N-word. Yeah, wow. but, but,
2: but with an A, so kind of getting a little away with Like, he's insane. The dude's insane. Mm-hmm. But he hits really hard. But he's lost three fights in a row. And he's not that good. Of, I mean, he's a good fighter. But now he's, at, now he's at Greg Jackson's. Who knows what they can do with him? Because he's got lots of raw talent. That's the thing. Is so many guys have, you know, like... Uh, just amazing talent but the coaching is so important you can't just have a it's like anything else but the guys just devise really good game plans for you that's why i was upset about clay guido over the weekend because i really wanted him to win and he just didn't uh what do you got in that fight mike perry or yancy i want yancy i'm just afraid that he's gonna get his yancy's not necessarily he just likes brawling sometimes you got a suspect chin Anybody can have a suspect chin if you just go p- punch for punch with people. Right. You know, I mean, that's what he does. It seems every fight he does that. Mm-hmm. And it's either the greatest fight you've ever seen or he gets knocked out or he gets hurt like he did against Cerrone. Now, Perry's not Cerrone. Uh, but he still hits, I mean, hits really hurt. He Knocked out Ellenberger. He knocked out a lot of guys.
4: Uh, he puts guys to sleep. Mm-hmm. Now, you talking about these guys got to get good coaches, right? Like- yeah. What do these coaches go for? Like, what's the go and pay for a coach? If you want to get a really high-level coach, what do you pay? It's a
3: percentage out of your purse, usually. So
4: nothing up front, usually?
3: Uh, there's usually like, it depends on if you like just walk onto the pro team uh-huh. or if you like, cause a lot of camps will be like, Oh, you know, so-and-so's leaving that camp. Let's go get him. And they'll think, okay, we can make money off of them. So I'm not sure mm-hmm. about up front, but I know it's a percentage.
2: On the camp, it's like, they'll put you up, they'll house you, they'll give you free coaching, but then you uh-huh. owe them a percentage. Uh-huh. Uh, other times you have to pay for it because you're not
4: making that much money. You're I mean, not- you say, you say camp, you, you're talking about like a whole team of people, you you live there, and they're all getting a cut. All these people there.
2: Uh, well, you live in like a, a house, like a, like a fighter house.
4: Uh huh. So like three or four of you. Why isn't that a reality show? It should it be. Three, well, not really.
3: Ultimate Fighter. But that's not
2: a real fighter house. No. I mean, that's like a makeshift fighter house, or it's, it's a show where people fight to get into the UFC. Yeah, yeah. Um, some, some
3: camps have dorms. I know TriStar has a dorm, mm-hmm. so if you go up there to TriStar, you could stay there. um and and again, it's just it's based on percentages. It's usually I don't know five ten percent. But there was one camp for a while that Johnny Hendricks was a member of, and they demanded fifty percent of your purse
4: every oh. single fight. Were they the best?
2: No, no. But they were they both were doing don't. no. But they were doing, they were doing they were like splitting it though. Uh-huh. So like the guys, you know, it's one thing if you're so the, the guy who's making the most money is giving also the most money. Yeah. It's like some weird weird system. One guy makes
3: a hundred grand, one making some 10 weird grand, socialist and it's 50% fucking percent on both, and it's like.
2: But nah. I just fall my ass off for hundred grand, and I only get five grand. From yeah, like sometimes, like in theory, that would work, but then it, it ends up not working. Yeah, yeah. Also, Max Griffin, my man, Max Payne fighting Curtis, Curtis Miller, He's been on the podcast too. That's a really, really good fight. Max Payne just beat Mike Perry, um,
3: and Curtis Miller just knocked out Tiago Alves. Yeah, brutally.
2: Yeah, that's 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 a good fight. Uh, Asansio fighting Rob Font. Number three versus 12. It's a good fight. Sunseo should win that fight. Uriah Hall versus Paulo Costa. Oh, oh, my God. God. Oh, Fuck. <laughs> Paul Acosto's a scary
0: dude.
3: Bo-ha- so is Uriah Hall, though. Bohacinia is a fucking machine, dude.
2: Yeah, well, so Uriah Hall was the guy in The Ultimate Fighter that, like, he kind of was a little bit of a head case. Like he was saying people were bullying him, but they weren't really bullying him. And, but he's got extreme knockout power and he's just like these crazy spinning kicks, or but, flashy. but he doesn't really, he gets in his own head. Like he'll yeah. lose the first round. I don't know what he's doing. Like thinking about his phone book or something. And then the second round, will come out with a kick and knock the guy. Into. So his last fight, he, he, he didn't fight. He's he, I don't know. He couldn't make weight or something, but then there were rumors he was at some nightclub the, the week before partying and, Meanwhile, you meet the guy, he came to a bunch of my shows, nicest dude ever, just a, cool, just a cool guy, but scary. I mean, he's just a scary
3: dude. He was the guy in the Ultimate Fighter that Dana said even before the season started. He was like, There's a guy on this season that is a fucking murderer. He sent, somebody, he sent every opponent to the hospital and nobody wants to fucking fight him. Yeah, you and mean, then Kelvin Cal-
2: Gastelum beat him. And then Gokan Saki is fighting Khalil Roundtree. That's <gasps> uh, another great fight. Gokan Saki. Saki. Yeah, you love Saki oh, like, yeah Saki's a great but drinking it drinking it yeah yeah I'm this, sake. that no fight is, makes my head hurt he's he's this kickboxer like number one in the world in kickboxing right the Our, fucking
3: scary scary scary
2: dude and he's like. fighting Khalil Roundtree who in one of his fights his this guy was on top of him and his mom was yelling get up and during the fight, he looks in the camera and goes, shut up, mom. And started yelling at his mom <laughs> nope. during the fight. Of course, that clip went viral. <laughs> uh, uh,
4: like this guy's was obviously Jewish, right? <laughs> no.
2: Big black guy. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Jack. big, Big Jack black guy. I think, I think this is a great matchup
4: for
3: Khalil because it, you know damn well it's never going to the ground. The two of them are going to swing until
2: somebody gets destroyed. So you think Khalil should take it to the ground? I mean, because it seems like if the, on the feet, Saki's better than Roundtree on the feet. Well, Saki's got he's he's got a good chin and he hits so fuck. So does Khalil, hard. though. I, I would say Khalil's more well-rounded, so I would say getting into the ground would be the best thing for him to yeah, do. Yeah,
3: for him to do, yeah. But Saki, like,
2: oh fuck. And oh, then fuck. Michael. Then Michael Chiesa is fighting Anthony Pettis. So Chiesa was a guy who won the Ultimate Fighter, lives in the woods, big beard, nice guy. And he was gonna fight in, at Madison Square Garden, and then when Conor McGregor took a dolly and threw it against uh, the bus, oh, the glass hit him in the eye, oh, so that he couldn't that's fight. The guy that got hit in the- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So he's fighting Anthony Pettis, who the guy he was supposed to fight, who back in the day was the scariest guy in the planet. He did this thing where he, one of his fights in the He's fighting him. He runs against the cage, jumps off the cage. And then kicks the guy in the head, like it was the it was kills the,
4: him. Yeah, and the guy's
2: head exploded, and he got and then all of a sudden points just started like you know those coins like Mario
4: Brothers. Ding Yeah, like
2: he fucking he like he broke the. The one time and like this is kind of not related, but one time in boxing class, uh, I, I put my money on top of like the speed bag. And somebody started hitting it, and then my wallet fell, and all of a sudden, all my change. And the teacher's like, "You won, you won." <laughs> <laughs> like, but, uh, but yeah, so they, that, that that top to bottom, that whole card is stacked.
3: And they just announced that haven't been official, but they are announced two more fights for that card. Oh Jamie Moyle and Emily Whitmire. Ooh,
2: Jamie Moyle's a hottie. I think Hanato could have could have hit that. She left. She,
3: uh, ha- she a little half to Japanese. Girl. Who, she and, left Syndicate to go to Alpha. Male. I see her at Alpha. Male. That's a good camper. Your boy from the lab, Jacar Close. Ooh. He's fighting Lando Venata. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a hell of a fucking fight. I think
2: Jacar is going to win that fight. Jacar is going to. Lando's a, mostly a striker. Uh, look at what he, he. was that flashy one that fought Tony Ferguson
3: on short notice. I know, He's I know. Busy. but He didn't, beat Tony,
2: dude. Almost beat Tony a couple times. Yeah. But Dracar beat the other guy from England. That. Was that with the blonde mohawk that they were calling the next big thing? Oh, the red mohawk, Mark Jacasey. Yeah, the guy that was throwing fucking fireballs during his fights and shit. Yeah, Mark Giacasey, <laughs> G- the
3: bone crusher. Yeah, well, fucking
2: car fucked him up. So I think this yeah. might be the same thing
4: here. Do you guys ever bet on these fights?
2: Uh, dude, meanwhile, last week, of course, somebody hits me up, uh, my friend Jack Jr., and says, hey, man, who should I bet on? I gave him seven guys. Of course, they all won. They I all I, won? Yeah, if I would have parlayed it, Dude. I mean, they were mostly all favorites, but I still, yeah, 100 yeah. would have won me probably like two grand on that. But they all won. No, I didn't bet on it because. You always yeah. win when you don't bet. Yeah, of course, because I don't think about it. When I think about it is when I lose. Because then you go, oh, he could win this way or that. You start convincing, talking your Yeah, yeah into, that's right. If I just write down you the moment go for to win, your first
4: impulse. First impulse. Stick with day. it. I know. Or if you think about it too long, whatever your choice is, pick the opposite. Yeah. You're like, no. Oh. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah like if you in other words, you didn't use your instinct you used you tried to use like analysis, and you came up you're like oh, I, Here's this. I don't like have an answer I don't like doing go it the opposite. no
2: the problem is I know most of the people, and then I feel bad betting against them. Let's say if they come on the uh-huh. show and I'm like, "I'm so happy you won, and I, even though I fucking bet on them losing. <laughs> You know, or
4: well, maybe you just need you know make friends with all the you know the good or ones, or
2: I, or I like resent them for, for losing because they would have won me money. Like it's it's money or friendship. which it's, you it's gotta a, pick one. Not only that, but also these betting sites they don't make it easy to, to collect because you bet on these sites. And then they, you have to, like, call in the next morning from, like, 9 to 9.30 on a Sunday. Yep. And
4: then they go, you got to meet oh. a guy in the parking lot of a Radio Shack. Or
2: you got to go to some Best Western. you got to go to some fucking MoneyGram thing. And then they, it comes in from International. And you're like, well, if that doesn't work, call this number. And then we could pay you in Bitcoin. Or some fucking nonsense. And then they're like, oh. And then they try to tell you, oh, only 200 out of the 2,000 is available. So you got to collect all week. And then I go, well, listen, I have a podcast. And I could talk about how this works. They're like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, actually, we have two thousand available. Like, then I gotta, get do, I gotta do that, and I, it's just a, it's a lot of, you know, okay. it's, it's not like being in Vegas where you yeah, just yep. go to, the, I mean, go to the casino, do it,
4: come yep. back, done. You That's know? supposed to be how it's gonna be though. Everywhere though, with the new gambling changes, yeah. yeah but I remember the first time you won. And it was like a three-week
3: hassle for you to get paid. Yeah, and it was a like, whole thing. You had to provide a birth certificate for like four generations ago. I know like, I what you I to, know. Yeah. Cut your finger off to prove you have the fingerprint or some shit. I got like, really mad.
2: I got actually. I got. Was I was pissed. I was like, I was actually pretty mad about it. But it's hard. It's hard. Also, and and then they make it like, then then it gets like, well, if you pick this person by sub in the fourth round, you win this. They they start getting really complicated with it. And then it starts to get kind of fun, but I don't know. Gambling is is, 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 is an added stress. So uh, we have an hour until Dana White's on the phone.
3: There were some other uh, fights over the weekend that I was curious about your opinion on. To talk to me about um, it. Um, because there was there was quite a few, but Holly Holm. I I said that was gonna happen. I know. I just
2: I called that too. You think Megan was flat
3: or just jitters or I Holly was too much? Of a it's task? next
2: level. There's levels to this shit. That's like what uh. What's his name says? That rapper says there's levels to this shit. Who says that? Takashi? No, not Takashi. <laughs> fucking I don't fucking know. Uh, uh, Be humble. Kendrick Lamar. I'm talking Kendrick about. Lamar. Yeah, yeah. There's levels to the game. And Holly Holm has not fought anybody. I mean, no. I mean, Megan, after two years out, has not fought anybody on that level. Yeah. And Holly Holm has. She's been in there. She beat Ronda Rousey. She's been in there with Cyborg. Went five rounds with Cyborg. And she just just levels. How, Megan Anderson is a good fighter, but is not at that level yet.
0: Didn't people say that Megan was going to be the one to beat Cyborg? She hits hits hard. Yeah,
2: but well, like
0: Victor,
3: she looked like a fucking murderer. But
2: like Rocky said, but she didn't look like a murderer. Also, she got beat by uh Sidney So That was
3: wasn't that before her like knockout streak though. She
2: before did, she but she was bell, knock, and... but she wasn't, but she was knocking out girls. Yeah, she looked she looked good. Yeah. But 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 not Holly Holm good, and I think that people sleep on Holly Holm. Uh, I would like to sleep with Holly Holm, and uh, no, I'm kidding. But but she's just I don't know. I saw that was I, I knew that was going to happen. I knew it. It was just just levels to it. Uh, I like Megan, but you know it was apparent. I was so sad for Rashad. I Why? love Anthony Smith,
3: but I like both of them. It was
2: yeah that Rashad Evans fight was brutal.
3: It was tough to watch. Um, there are a few splits though that. We're tough the pen has been pet is Benavides. The I thought Declames. that Benavides,
2: if did not if you don't give that first ten eight then it's a draw because he he had him on on queer street as a, as, a, as I said earlier, but uh yeah, I thought that was a draw yo Marlin's game about to draw the first pitch oh that's all okay, so that's amazing uh, so okay, so Colby Covington was is at the Marlins game about to throw out the first pitch so uh throw i'm going to say throw a strike uh. Alright. Just have
4: him call him while he's throwing the pitch.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I guess we'll call him afterwards. Okay. Uh, should, we, should, we, should, we, should we try Tyron Woodley? He's probably going to hang out at the
4: game after they. Normally they give him a really good seat after that. Like, you get to sit in the dugout and shit. I don't think he's going to be.
2: Well, maybe after Dana. Yeah, we could try him after that. Yeah, uh, For sure.
3: what do you think of the Gedalia
2: Carlos decision? Ooh, that was a tough fight to score. And Carla's going on a rant now. Carla said she was greasing. Yeah, she said and, uh, that Claudia was And greased. so was I while I watched that fight. <laughs> no, um, so yeah, that was a, a tough fight to score. That was, a, I, I, I mean, you got to give the first round. I mean, Claudia was dominating until she got hurt. The first, it's tough. To, see, it's like when someone lands a good punch and hurts the other person, but then I was surprised that Claudia was able to take Carla down. That was... Carla's an all-American wrestler. Yeah. That was, that was shocking. Maybe
3: she wasn't expecting Claudia to go for a takedown.
2: That's exactly what happened. You know? Uh, I thought... I didn't hate the decision, but I could It was going to be tough. But I could see it going either way. I could see it going either way. I, I, it wasn't the worst decision I've ever seen. At the same time, I was hoping that Carla would win. I'm
3: thinking the worst decision you've ever seen was Mursad Bechtik's mustache.
2: That was a pretty, pretty damn awesome. He, he look like Don Fry in the fourth grade. I know, grade. I love that. Well, so then let me say it. Don't What's fucking great. talk over me. You fucker, if you love it so much, don't kill the joke. Uh, anyway, so yeah, he, I like Bechtick looked good, though. Looked, I, I always thought Bechtick was good. I, I yeah, mean, it's just fucking Elkins is just. Yeah, he fought this one guy. It's like you hero. literally have to murder to beat him. The Terminator. He like kind of like that. Like like basically,
3: cut his head. Not off.
2: this time. This guy has the worst tattoo ever. Like it says, the damage. He came to my show. It's like
3: stitched up, and like I, I, said, it should,
2: it should say the brain damage. <laughs> so whoever got you that tattoo has brain damage. He's a good sport. I like him. He's a good guy, and he's a fucking tough as hell. And he Berthick was killing him, and then uh, he came by in the last the last uh, thirty seconds and won the fight.
4: So, uh, yeah. Oh, that's a big tattoo. That's I'm looking not... forward to the next oh, the next uh,
2: bare knuckle boxing event. When is it? I am too. Yeah, it's a new thing now.
4: Are they televising this shit?
2: Yes, it's on pay per view. It's legal in Wyoming. <laughs> Only only Wyoming Only Wyoming (laughs) (laughs) Unlike England And a bunch of people I know Have done it so far And look pretty good doing it It's bare knuckle boxing
4: Okay Uh,
2: I I got Rowdy Beck's doing it is doing bare knuckles Deep fisting Uh, So (laughs) But yeah And it's badass How does it it work? Okay It's boxing Yeah With no gloves
4: No I know that But uh, I mean Same length in rounds No five rounds They're two minutes each Okay And
2: it's a bloodbath um, after the first... Th- th- uh, yeah, are they seconds. stopping
4: it after a little... bit, bl- And they're just letting it go?
2: Uh, they
3: let a cup, They let that Joey Beltran fight go. Yeah, it looked like... And that was a bloody
4: murder Because you expect war. the blood. I mean, you really can't stop it. And it's the hands
2: afterwards, a- like, like show a picture. of like, Rowdy Beck's hands. Yesterday, yeah. Uh, her, and that was, like, two weeks later. Swollen,
4: like- well, the whole thing's broken, right? Obviously. Well, that's also the
2: problem is that, like, there's a guy who's telling me... Who's a very skilled bare knuckle boxer? What's his name? The guy that comes out. Bobby or, Gunn. Bobby Gunn, and he's he said like you got to, you got to. According to him, he's 97 and 0 in bare knuckle boxing matches, but most of his fights are on like airport hangars at three o'clock in the morning with, with like gypsies. <laughs> <laughs> you can't so, confirm yeah.
4: this. <laughs> so,
2: I can't confirm this. I've seen a couple. So, but you got to like almost throw punches in slow motion, and it's all about like timing and like where you place the punches. Otherwise, you'll break your hands. Mm-hmm. Hence, every UFC guy that went in there this week. And just started throwing fucking, not even throwing leather, throwing knuckles. Whoa. And uh, it was oh, crazy.
4: that's nasty, those knuckles. Look at that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was pretty damn cool. You can't play video games Our for days. they are like, yeah,
3: they're, they're like round.
4: That's a woman's man. hands? <laughs>
2: that's, that's a chick, yeah. <laughs> that's
3: that's a, Rowdy <laughs> Beck Rollins.
2: That's a
4: woman's hands? Oh, yeah, that's man. That's Rowdy Beck. That, those She's look like the big. hands of a male Czech, like, you yeah, know, yeah. deep tissue massagist, let's call, masseuse. Let's, let's try Fulberoni.
2: Uh, see if it,
4: uh, I want to see one of these fights.
2: Oh, dude, they're they're fucking, they're pretty damn cool. Yeah, I, first yeah. I, I was I was skeptical.
4: No kicking, huh? They're like uh, no kicking.
2: No, but but you're allowed to hold the back of the person's head and just like hockey punch them,
4: like like uppercut
2: <laughs> over. which okay. which the which is what the girl yeah. did. But the announcer was like, I don't know if this is legal. So, I, so it's never a good time when the announcer goes, I don't know yeah, if yeah. this is legal during a fight. Yeah. Like you just got to know what's legal and what's not. <laughs> But I guess it's like Queensbury rules or something, or like they had, the rules haven't been first time in 100, 100 years. But what's going on now is the British bare knuckle boxing is mad at the American bare knuckle boxing. Like they're feuding the promoters, because I guess they're saying that they're the real bare knuckle boxing. And uh, it's a whole, uh, there's a, you know, a lot of, it's pretty unbearable. Uh, so, hey. Anyway, uh,
4: so, uh, yeah. Who are you calling now?
2: So we're calling this guy, Phil Baroni, who used to be a male stripper. Uh, one of the uh, legends of fighting, he, he's he won his fight in the UFC. And He goes, "I'm the best ever, best ever." But I'm the uh, fucking man, yeah, yeah, But since then, he's uh, he's he's had an up and down. He's a great guy. He's just uh, he's got some issues, you know. Um, right? How do how do I describe Phil? Uh, he's from Long Island. He's very confident. Yeah, very confident. Uh, he, he loves banging. And according to him, he's made millions of dollars on, on, on Bitcoin. Uh, and now he, owned a, he opened up a, a, a marijuana ranch in Stockton. Yep. Yeah, so let's talk to Phil, see how he's doing. But uh, he won his last fight in 10 seconds. And then the crowd started throwing uh, a beer at him so <laughs> oh yeah and then they were like screaming at him outside of the arena and he's yeah. like come on motherfucker I'm still here well that one guy he punched the, you see that thing where he punched the guy in like the stomach some guy put his hands on him yeah
3: oh, and he said that shot to the gut though or some shit yeah yeah I made I to
2: put it this one anyway,
3: yeah right did you did you see or read anything about the High Rollers BJJ event on Sunday
2: yeah there was a all right so there was a Marijuana at a dispensary. Joe Rogan was there, supposedly?
3: Uh, Eddie Bravo, Hanato, uh, Jeff Glover, Georgie Karakanyan. I think Rogan showed up, but like Felony was there. Crazy um, Horse is there? Yeah, Eve showed up. Uh, Eve, Eve posted there were a bunch of people that just showed up there. Nick Diaz was there. Who who, who won it? I don't remember, Glover, but I do Jeff know Glover. in the main event, they like stopped it, and what? they gave both... Uh, Jiu-Jitsu players the joint And they took a bunch of hits And then they had their match
2: Oh, come on I
3: swear to God There's video of it Eddie's, Eddie Bravo's standing there And he hands them the joint And they're sitting there Fucking smoking it And then they go to roll
0: And the grand prize Is a pound of weed man. Yeah, it was a pound of weed that's For the it? grand prize oh, That's <laughs> it <laughs> <laughs> That's,
4: all, yeah, that's but There were multiple lame grand prize, man <laughs> Like my friend Johnny
3: Cisneros Who fights in Bellator He was, uh, in I think In the blue or purple belt division So there was There was a, a fair mm. amount of names And, like, random show-ups, but Nick Diaz had a meet-and-greet from 6 to 8, so he was just hanging out there. I saw
2: that Nate missed the the plane. He put it on Instagram. I didn't even know that
3: Nate was supposed to be there. I just knew Nick was supposed to be there. How
2: come you weren't there?
3: Uh, Because I quit smoking weed and oh. I didn't want to be inside of somewhere where everybody's token up and I'm going through withdrawals hating life oh no, stop being a fucking drama queen is this what
4: it's always like behind the curtain of the MMA Roasted Podcast you just uh, you sit around you get shoot the shit a lot of joke and then you just call as many dudes as you know yeah, let's, pretty see much. If, let's see if so and so yeah yeah pretty can, much well, well a lot of times fun. our
2: guests cancel uh, uh-huh. I, I don't know Kobe was throwing out the first pitch I conferred with him three times today that 245 245 <laughs> you know, you, 245 you, you would think that he would and, remember and, that he's he throwing out the first pitch of the Marlins Game, yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess maybe after we'll try Manfredina. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. What time is it now? So, I, oh, I guess it's about yeah seven. Those so, games are at seven usually.
2: Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Basically, that's all it. I guess we'll have to call Don Fry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I didn't want to say it, uh, but I think we have to. That's our go-to. So Don
2: Fry is a legend, by the way. Don Fry, he, uh he, um,
4: he sounds he, like a mafia dude. He basically Don has a mustache. Fry. He's
2: got some of the greatest fights of all time. Uh, he's a He's like one of the, he was one of the original tough guys, and he used to wear these little shorts. He's like a Magnum P.I. was a person. Hey, Don Fry. What's up, man? You're on the – should I call him from here? Uh, Skype? Yeah. I'm going to call you back in two – I'm going to call you back in two seconds, okay? Two seconds. All right.
5: All right. So.
2: <laughs> <What's> he <laughs> t- All right so. He's growling. He's grunting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Hold on, He's one of the
0: OG vets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don Fry. Is he?
2: Uh, 80 uh, oh he, he's, shit really he's oh. older <laughs> he's older but he
0: pioneers mm. like way back in the day like the 90s dude or like the early early 2000s uh,
2: he had one of those fights against Tekiyama where literally it was like a hockey fight where they just like hit each other in the face for 20 minutes until somebody went down and it wasn't don fry he, he's a real man's man hey don fry how's it going Yeah, we're on the M.A. Roasted podcast. We were just talking about you, how you're a legend. Your fight with Tekiyama will go down in history as the greatest fight of all time. And I just wanted to say thank you.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you.
2: Yeah. So what have you been up to?
1: Still going to this divorce burger. I'm uh supposed to wrap it up after two and a half years.
2: Uh wow. Sorry about that. Right. Now, I, I, I saw a picture of you and Misha Tate. Uh, any, did anything ever happen with that? I, that again. I saw a picture of you and Misha Tate. Now, is that baby going to come out with a mustache? I know she just had a baby. Is it going to have a big <laughs> dot? Du-
1: <laughs> no, no, shit. I, I'm not allowed to admit. After uh, my speech at um, back last year's Hall of Fame, not allowed to mention her name
2: really well I got, I'm,
1: got, I got the nasty grams from lawyer. oh really you know, I got I got the, uh, just the, uh, 500 yards away from her you know
2: ah uh, that's well you did call her a fine piece of meat like 75 times during your speech into the hall of fame but that's still that's ridiculous you're not allowed near her that's kind of excessive no well that's
1: Get
2: that yeah, you're right. You, 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 you're you saying that if she's near you, she won't be able to control herself. What's that? So you're saying if she's near you, she won't be able to control herself because of your Don Fry. That's it, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm the man of men, you know, the up there on the planet.
1: You know, if i you a good piece of
2: you're right. People can't take compliments anymore. You you would think being called a fine piece of meat, you know, it would be a compliment. Yeah, you know. Hmm. So. Uh,
1: I mean, you can't give compliments any words. It's Some kind of sexual attempt, you know, and yeah. violation, you, know, and, you
2: yeah. know, yeah, yeah. Now back That's in the, the yeah society, everybody,
1: everybody wants to wants to be offended. Everybody
2: get get flowers growing out of their ass. Get out of there, a coward! Yeah, a bunch of flowers growing out of girls' asses, people's asses. I, I hear you. Now, I saw that you're in a movie. Now, I'm so. It's called what is it called? Uh,
3: this
2: is fight, fight, Fist of Fury. Fist of it's you, Fury. It's you, Richard Greco, Bill Goldberg, Bill Goldberg. Uh, Gokor is in it. Uh, Gene, the G- LaBelle. Gene LaBelle. Gene jiu Jujitsu guy. What's his name? Um, the the guy who come, uh uh you know what I'm talking about guy who came to my show uh uh I'm looking. Yeah, yeah. I mean this is this huge movie you're out Fist of Fury Fury of the Fist Fury and of the, the Golden fist Fleece. and the Golden Fleece.
3: Uh Danny, Danny Trejo, Danny Jason Trejo. Jason London, Ron Jeremy, Sam Jones, Tom Tiny Lister, Richard Greco, Ernie Reyes Jr., Maurice, Tommy Davidson, Chuck Zito. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, John keep... the Dragon Wilson. Yeah, um, Victor Ortiz, Roman Metician. Uh, fuck, dude, Gene yeah. Bell,
2: I mean, it yeah, was on forever. Yeah, no, no, uh, now when's this movie coming out? Yeah, it's already out. I think it came out back on the twenty
1: uh, fifth or twenty eighth of he- May. So, it's already out on um, Netflix
2: or Amazon. I want to all see right. it I'm going home to I want to see bit. also Higan Machado in it as well he's playing a Chinese waiter uh, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> makes, a lot, like a makes a lot of sense <laughs> uh, what was your part in the uh, movie?
1: yeah I was the star of the movie baby come on what you? you gotta ask
2: something like that no
4: yeah, no I mean, okay okay so what uh, it, was
1: hard, it was hard work, so
4: was hard work says. you <laughs> know oh man so, Brad, Brad, Richard Greco
1: god dang man you think the guy was the number one actor on the in the universe here 20 years ago, and now I got to carry him. God dang, was that hard work!
2: So, what was your character in the uh, in the movie? What, like, what 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 type of part was it?
1: It's fucking. Oh, I yelled a lot. Let's put it that way. All I just I ran <laughs> around angry, angry at the world, and
4: yelled. Huh? You know,
1: uh, did you do any? Uh, you know, working with Richard Greco, man. That it was fun you know it was like a, being a, going to school every day man just watching that guy is it, a privilege you know you, you learn you learn from that guy every second you know he's doing something
2: yeah Richard Grieco was one of my favorite guys in uh, 21 Jump Street back in the day I used to love that guy I used to love that show now if there was a fight on set between you Don the Dragon Wilson Hegan Machado Bill and Bill Goldberg who do you think would have won the fight
1: well, who do you think won the fight, you big dummy?
2: Uh, Don yeah. Don Fry, yeah. fucking Don Fry. Now, why didn't you... Yeah, yeah, of course. Now, why didn't you enter the Bellator Heavyweight Tournament?
1: They didn't call me. They didn't call me and ask
2: me. Shit. That is some bullshit, right? Don't you think you would have won it? You That's your sweet
1: ass. You <laughs> that? That's freaking... Idiot football player uh, who is a moron from Ohio State.
2: Matt Matrion?
1: Uh, yeah. Matt Matreon. He sounds like a kind of a uh, piano uh, lounge singer, you know? Matt Matreon. You know, what a what a bozo that horse is, man. You know, you talk about a jackoff. That guy, that guy's just a whopping sperm cell.
2: No, what is it about him you don't like?
1: Everything. Everything.
2: Have you ever met him?
1: I I sat next to that arrogant prick that um uh fight in San Jose a couple years ago and uh, you know I kept trying to sprinkle the spell off the bottom of my shoes for a month. I didn't throw my shoes
2: away, my boots away, get it for a new pair of boots. Fuck, man, damn! I so you're not a, you're not a Matt matrion fan. Now, do you think he's going to beat? Fedor?
1: No, I think he got lucky the last time. He got luckier than, than uh,
2: you know. You and a, you and a group of I'm Dallas cheerleaders or something.
1: <laughs> he's, he's fighting
2: Bader. <laughs> now, fighting Now, okay, now, who is he fighting? He's fighting Ryan Bader. He, oh, he's fighting Ryan Bader next. And then Chael Sonnen is fighting Fedor. So who, who do you think is going to win the whole tournament?
1: You know, I'll bet my
2: on it. Now they're they're also trying to say that uh John Jones might fight Brock Lesnar. Dana White's trying to make that happen.
1: Who do well, you think anybody can make it happen it'd be Mr. White. Who
2: do you think? Uh, who do you think wins that fight?
1: Oh uh, well it depends on which one of them uh has that typical uh Bit of chemical, uh, solutions in their body at
2: the time. Yeah, those guys are pretty. I mean, they both tested positive how many times? And they keep getting more and more chances. But I got to think John Jones beats Brock Lesnar at this point. I mean, maybe a prime. Yeah. Maybe a prime would, Brock Lesnar. I, would go, you
1: know, I yeah. would go with Jones. You know, cause I think once uh, Jones hits him with, with that back, hitting
4: his elbow,
1: you know, there's going to slip in the ball of this.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Steve Bay Miochik versus Daniel Cormier. Who do you like in that fight?
1: I go Steve Bay. I go Steve Bay all the way.
2: Now, listen, I know you're going through a divorce, but you live in Arizona. You're a living legend. You still look good. The women love you. Can't you go to one of these bars, these Cougar bars in Arizona? Just pick up a nice lady and, uh, you know, do your thing?
1: I got a nice. I uh, got the most beautiful lady in the world sitting right next to me. She weighs sixty pounds. She's got an undersized jaw. She's, she's a blonde. She short like a pig. I've <laughs> got like a English bulldog here being here by She's a love of my life. That's
2: a dog. <laughs> uh, I I hope it's a dog. Otherwise, this might be a different conversation. Uh, would, that's a dog. <laughs> what kind you're of
1: the, English right?
2: Uh, uh, oh yeah, it's an English bulldog. Oh nice. Oh yeah, but what about? Like, I know that's. It's really sweet that you have a dog. What about a, an actual girl, though? Like a nice girl. Arizona's full of these rich cougar women that are. They would love a piece of the American hero like Don Fry. You know
1: what? I got it real bad. In my teeth, real bad. Teeth in my mouth right now. Right. You know, Email.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. You
1: know, I'm just hanging uh, out know, my boat. All you know, I'm looking for a new horse. You know, so my ex-wife uh, basically killed my horse five o'clock.
2: You know, he was colic and uh, we had to bet out. Right, but I was over there in California filming that movie we just talked about. You know. Yeah. And I called
1: up and said, "Uh, we're going to Mexico. We're going to go to the beach." There was the horse, Colleton. Yeah, there's nothing to do. He'll be fine. So,
2: up yeah, dying. Your ex-wife killed your horse.
1: Yeah.
2: Fuck. Damn, man. <sighs> all right. Yeah, that worked
1: Twenty-four years, man. Uh, my best friend in the whole
2: planet. Sorry, Don. Sorry that happened to you. Sorry that happened to you. But don't give up on all females. There's another one out there. you you're still a young guy. And you're a hero, man. Yeah. And look at, the, look at the guys you beat. Look at the things you've done in your life. You were on a fucking Priceline commercial with William Shatner. <laughs> I mean, how many people can say yeah. that? <laughs> how many people can say that? Well, you know, what's funny is, you know, I was the uh, captain of the Gotenko, you know, got Philip. Godzilla You know, Shatner was captain of the Enterprise, you know.
1: So we ruled the universe.
2: Was Shatner cool?
1: Yeah, he was, he was
2: okay. He was okay. Cool. Well, listen, Don, thanks for being on the podcast. You're you an American hero. I love talking to you, brother.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. I um, uh, talked to uh, who's, who's that it? idiot to run um, Bellator now. Scott Coker. Coke
2: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Tell you know, that idiot. He uh, wants to sign a real fighter. Find me, mean, and I'll beat the piss out, man, bitch,
1: your own BTN
2: lounge singer. Okay, I'll tell Coker. There you go. Take care, brother.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll kick that. Oh, I'll Buckeye halfway fall
2: over the planet. Thanks a lot, Don. You're the best. All right, bye-bye. Take care. All right, that was Don Fry, uh, living legend right there. Uh... Yeah, good guy, good guy, man. He's awesome. fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. CB has to go. Take care, man. Where are we gotta hit the uh, tattoo shop. Yeah,
3: I
0: gotta go to work. Nice to see you, CB. Take good, care, CB. buddy.
2: Yeah, dude. Like his fights are epic. He's just a tough, tough dude, and uh he's got so many good fights in him. He, he fought back when men were men. You know, there was uh, like huh? no, no like time limits, no weight classes really. Just he was just. A, Back, they weren't making tons of money. He was just a fighter. Too. He, he was just a real fighter. And he still fights occasionally, or no? No, he, he's a, too old. I mean, he still would fight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I don't think putting him in, the, in a cage right now is, would be the best. I mean, look, I mean, guys got a right to earn a living, and I'll watch, but. He's not.
4: He sounds like he wants to fight, is what I ask. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. sounds like
2: he's. He... But he's had so many back surgeries and, mm. like, just, yeah,
0: yeah. You don't like seeing him in the octagon anymore. No. Sort of like how Chuck Liddell sort of wants to come back. It's kind of like. No, oh, he well, wants to
2: do that they too. They signed him. Oscar. To... La Hoya signed Chuck and Tito, supposedly, for his new fighting league. So he's going to fight for sure. I hope not. I mean, what, what are we doing here? That'd be rough,
0: dude. It's kind of sad. Who wants to see that?
2: Me, I mean, yeah, I yeah be I too. Be, I'll, I'll definitely can, watch it. But but watch. okay. But I'm just saying, it's it's not a good idea, and it's it's, it's it's. I mean, I guess if they fight each other, maybe that's okay because it's like two older guys fighting each other. It's like two grandpas also, there's fighting.
0: Twenty year age
2: gap between them, right? Ooh, Chuck and Tito. Yeah. Just I don't know. That they're both. It doesn't matter. They're both <laughs> past their prime. I say Tito's in better shape than Chuck, uh-huh. but Chuck's beat him twice. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, at this point. It's funny, I remember when I used to date this girl, Emily, and she hated it. Like, she, she hated it. And I'd be like, I'm watching the fight. And she's like, enough with you and the snowman. I'm like, he's the Iceman. <laughs> <laughs> she kept calling him the snowman. That's pretty dope. That's a cool nickname also. The snowman? snowman. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. The John Jones is fucking the coke man. Uh, what do you think about Jones versus Brock Lesnar? It's like it's going to happen, dude. Uh, I told you, it's like the battle. Of the, it's the PD championship. For yeah. The inter- um, I think Jones runs through him. Really? Yeah. Even
0: if Brock comes charging at him like he did, like Mark Hunt, just
2: Mark Hunt's like five foot two. <laughs> like he's, uh, Jones is like six one, six two or something, I think he's like six
0: three, maybe six. And
2: three. and Brock is not good at taking punches and kicks. Remember against Overeem when he was like took like three punches and he was done. Mm-hmm. Remember when he fought Cain Velasquez, he was literally running away. It's going to be like all of a sudden he wins one fight against Cain against Hunt, and people forget. About all the other guys he fought Mm -hmm. that had speed on him, does not do well. And it would
0: be in heavyweight, of course.
2: And how how old is Brock? Come on, dude. Who knows? I mean, what are we doing here? Uh, am I going to watch it? Sure. I love Brock Lesnar. And he hasn't taken that much damage. It just seems like he's not good. You can't tell me fi- seven years later he's better at taking punches.
0: And I think people would expect him to be clean this fight. No,
2: right? there's no way. See, at this point, done. like they said, like, put it on like, an island or like on a boat. In the middle of the... Like, we're in like, international waters where there's no rules ever. In space. Yeah, put it in space. Uh, would I want Brock to win? Yes. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. I can't root for a guy who hits a pregnant... Ch- John Jones... You know, when he was a champion, amazing fighter.
0: Greatest fighter of all time.
2: Beating everybody. Awesome. Just so gifted. Two brothers were in the NFL. Mom had three kids. Two NFL ones that champion. I think he was a college wrestler, you know, New York State champion, I believe. Just, and then he gets busted for cocaine. Okay, we could all look past that. Sure. Then he hits a girl with his car who was pregnant, leaves the scene of the accident, comes back, gets his drugs, leaves star, again. Yeah. Granted, he didn't know she was pregnant, but still. Mm-hmm. So then, he, then he's like, I learned my lesson, yada, yada. Then he gets caught uh, with steroids once. He says, I was taking Viagra. Maybe he was taking Viagra, because that would, whatever. Because when you do cocaine, your dick isn't fucking mm-hmm. hard. But then he gets popped again after beating Daniel Cormier for the second time with steroids. It's like, what are you doing? Now it's, it's been... You know So long since he's fought And it's just like oh It's terrible man mm-hmm. It's fucking terrible But it's a shame Because he's so talented So talented Damn
0: Damn These WWE dudes also, So The first CM Punk, WWE did? Well I won't talk about this The first CM Punk card Like UFC 203 or something Had like 350,000 buys Pay-per-view But this one UFC 225 Had only 150,000
2: now, are those numbers confirmed confirmed?
0: Uh, it's, the, it's like sort of the official numbers that are
2: floating around on Twitter and the internet. Yeah, sometimes but those numbers harder. are not real. It's I mean, first of all, I think a lot of people are still stealing these fucking cards, watching them for free on you know mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. Right. And I think that's, that's hurting it. Facebook Live or this Live mm-hmm. or that Live.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Instagram, whatever people are watching it on.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Whitaker Romero is not a big draw. Right. I mean, Romero is not a draw at all. I mean, he's a Cuban guy, doesn't speak English. He's just not – people aren't excited by him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whitaker, who's from Australia, great athlete, seems like a great guy, but just doesn't seem to resonate with people. He should. Mm -hmm. He's awesome. I get it. Doesn't. So then you go to the second card, Colby Covington, Dos Anjos. Dos Anjos, not another draw either. Colby Covington – yeah, people like him because of his thing. still only has like 35,000 Twitter followers. Yeah. doesn't really have that, that big push behind him yet. Uh, I think this is all helping. The Throwing out the pitch at the Marlins game. I think sure. going to the White House. There's nobody in there that's doing that. So then you go down the card of CM Punk. This is not the – after seeing him getting embarrassed in a minute, are people really going to tune in again? I mean, WWE fans are pretty – they're loyal but to a point. Mm-hmm and he's not coming right from wrestling anymore. The the, the mystique is gone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I know. also had another
0: question about, like, fighter payouts, like how the UFC pays the fighters. So I saw, like, on the salary count for UFC 25, I saw that, like, CM Punk made, like, 500000 Robert Whitaker made, like, 300000 or something like that. I think Kobe made 300000 also. And then Alistair Overeem almost makes a million dollars. Yeah. Can you explain how
2: he makes so much money? Because at one point he was super hot. Yeah. Uh, like when he when he knocked out Brock Lesnar or knocked him or finished that fight uh-huh. and came over from pride or from i think it was in strike Force, he was just a really hot commodity you looked at him back t r t Overeem is scary dude the before he started. was he just on t r t where there's some other stuff in there, i don't too. know like if you look at him before and he 's like one eighty something and then you look at him he 's like two hundred sixty all muscle his head is like the size of a pumpkin yeah it's a different it 's different yeah so uh But yeah, I think I think I think think that also is a. He has uh, to be one of the top
0: paid UFC fighters in the in the roster, right?
2: Um, makes that kind of money per fight. Oh, over yeah, but that was like one of those like five fight deals. Oh, and and that was when he was killing people, and now he's he's uh, he's he's not anymore. I mean he's I mean his last fight against Nganu, remember his like his head went like that, Engano through this uppercut. His head was in, in orbit. I mean, they, they photoshopped his head like – like, it was like a cartoon punch. Look like at mm-hmm. a cartoon punch on another cartoon and like the mm-hmm. head just goes fu- – that's exactly how it went. It was insane. And then everyone was on the fucking – that train and then that guy fought Stipe and Stepe just wrestle-fucked him but – I mean beat him down. And they were like, okay, this guy has no answer for wrestling, which a lot of people you know, were actually thinking that. But I'm not off the Engano train right now either. Because he lost to Mi- 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 Miocic. Did you see his
0: before and after picture for Nganu? Like, before he got, like, extremely jacked? It like, it showed the before picture, and then it showed next to it, like, him now where he's jacked. When I saw that, I was like, dude, some don't seem right here.
2: All right, so we're calling Hello. Michael. Hey, is this Mike Jackson? Hello. Is this Mike Jackson? Yeah, what's
5: up, man?
2: What's up, man? It's Adam Hunter for MMA Roasted. How are you, buddy? I'm uh, well, what's going on? You sound sad. Are you okay? <laughs> nah, I'm cool, man. I'm chilling. Congrats on your win over CM Punk, Phil Brooks. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, did that fight go exactly how you thought it was gonna go?
5: Uh, I mean, initially I went out. You know, I wanted the the first round knockout. Uh, it didn't come as uh, as I thought it would. So after that, it was just like, man, this is out here. And have fun. Let's uh. Let's beat the guy up, you know, like, cause, I mean, I told you from the beginning that it was one of those things where I didn't want to hurt him. I just wanted to beat him up just enough where he understood that, uh, you know, there was levels to it. And, you know, really make him not want to do this no more. And I felt I accomplished
2: that. I think you definitely accomplished that. But do you think that people got upset with you for not trying to finish the fight? It seemed like people did get upset with you.
5: I mean, they did get upset. I mean, what you like? I don't I don't even get that. Like, why? <laughs> you didn't watch it. Like, if I didn't finish it, then I didn't finish it. But if you didn't like the fight, that's cool. But, like, don't be upset that, like, I didn't finish the fight. Like, just be upset you didn't like the fight. But people but people like just being upset about shit.
2: Well, that, but I think also people looked at, like, it as, like, which is weird because if it was somebody else doing it, like, if it was another fight doing that, like, when it was Sean Shirk at BJ Penn or something, uh-huh. you know, it, like when she, it seemed like BJ was just fucking with Sean Shirk at one point, you know? Um, people didn't get upset, well, but... See, that
5: wasn't even, that, that wasn't even a thing. Like, people thought, like, I was showboating and taunting, and, like, that wasn't it at all. Like, I wasn't doing any of that. You know, uh, I guess from... And I asked a reporter, uh, like, we were in the back and post-fight, I asked him, I was like, hey, you know, what were your thoughts on it? Because they asked me what I was doing, I told him. And then he said in the moment, it did look like I was showboating. And then he remembered he goes back and he watches it again, but he watches it from the perspective that I gave him, And he was like, okay, well, I get what you were saying now. So I think it was just one of those things where from the outside, like if you didn't really know, like, the the details of the fight, like where I was looking and, you know, the whole thing about the, I know Dana said, like the bolo punches, if you didn't know what I was doing, then it may look like that. But for me, for what I was doing, you know, that wasn't it either. I mean, that wasn't it at all.
2: It did kind of look like a big brother beating up a little brother. Uh, like at one point, I thought you were gonna give him a, a, a noogie. You know, it did look like you were just like, like, hey, I'm just gonna fuck with you. And I right, think right, I right. think that's. But the first round was close. He kind of won the first round, maybe, right?
5: I I, I disagree, hundred percent. It was like, close. He it, it he, was. <laughs> he got a takedown. I got back
2: up. But it, it was close than I thought it was gonna be. It was close, right? I mean, did you know? Did you expect him to be able to take your punches?
5: Um, I mean, but I wasn't throwing, like, 100, like, I mean, all of my, like, I don't put everything on all my punches, but, I mean, I did realize, like, I touched that first Chris jab that landed, his eyes lit up, like, he was like, all right, like, this dude can hit, um, but I don't I don't go out, like, like I know a lot of dudes come out, they come out swinging hard, putting all everything in all their shots, like, that's not my style, you know, people, like, because, I mean, if you look at me, I have, like, this real, like, laid back kind of, like, vibe to me. And even some people it was like a, I call it the resting bitch face I have out there, and people got like upset at that. They were like look at him, he looks like he's bored, and like they they was mad. I was like, you mad because I look
2: bored? All right, bored. T- all right, all right. Here's my theory. Okay, you went out, got a bunch of investors. You said, give me a million dollars, and I'll take the fight the distance, right? And then we'll all split I it. Wish I, was, you know,
5: <laughs> I wish I was yo. I wish I. I didn't even know the odds. I wish I'd have done that, but no, nah, I didn't do that at all. That's not what that happened. Some good
2: odds, though. Because it seemed like
5: decision, the, you got some good money.
2: Other people were saying that, like th- maybe people were telling you to take a dive, and then you were like, "Fuck it!" Like in Pulp Fiction or something.
5: <laughs> man, the internet is wild, man. No, nah, it was none of that. <laughs> I did see some
6: of those, though.
2: Now, why didn't you um, call out my... the honky tonk man afterwards, or like B. Brian Blair, or or? Uh, uh, one of those why, guys. Why did I do what? How come you didn't call out Coco Beware after the fight? Or some other wrestlers.
5: Is, is he alive?
2: I, I I don't know. Is he alive? I, that was the last time I watched wrestling. Um Jake the Snake. He nah. think he's alive. Jake the Snake Roberts.
5: Nah, but but <laughs> fuck him call it up. Uh, Daniel Bryant like called me out. Or I don't know if he called me out, but he said like he could he could beat me in a UFC fight on the ground. And what? I was just like I well, is like,
2: it? Isn't he in Bellator? Isn't right. he in Bellator, Daniel Bryant?
4: Huh?
2: Who's the guy that Bellator signed? A heavyweight, right? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I thought I you were gonna. Call, I thought you were gonna call out Fifty Cent. Remember, you said you were gonna do that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, man, I mean, I don't even know what he's doing. I think that's just a, That was a money play anyway. What he doing over there? Uh, he just likes the attention. So I'm letting him do his thing over there. I'm not tripping.
2: Now, now. Dana said you're cut. Are like are you officially cut or no? I I mean he said I was cut, I guess. I don't know. Fuck, but you won. You won the fight. I know. I mean, like I said, I don't I don't I
5: understand what Dana again. I, I get it like if you on the outside looking in from in, in the me like in in the moment, sure, I can see where you may feel out like of showboat, but you know, if you go back and look at it from my perspective, you would know the difference. And then another thing is, Danny's emotional, so you know he was in the moment, and that's how he felt. So he just said what he said. But I think if we sit down and talk about it, he would uh, he would understand where I'm coming from.
2: But was it a, was it a case of like you're so much better than CM Punk, it was hard to look good against him?
5: No, I mean it, it was just, uh, you know, what I was, but if I went out there, I would have had to like really hurt him, man. And it got to the point where I was like, what's the point? If, you know, well, because the, the,
2: the point is to hurt the guy you're fighting. You're supposed to, I mean, no offense, but like when you were on top of him, if you just would have went ground and pound and started throwing bombs, they would have stopped it, right? Uh, at the time,
5: well, I forget what round, because the whole fight kind of blurs together for me.
2: Um, what I, round was that? I think that? in the second or third round, you, you had him on mount, oh. and the time when you uh, were throwing I, bolo I, I, I punches. Never had, I never mounted him. Yeah, you, well, you were throwing, bo- or maybe you were in his guard, but you were throwing those bolo punches. All that, all that guard is on. Yeah, but if you just were raining down fucking punches, don't you think that they would have stopped Man, it?
5: That's, that's, that's not, I don't, I don't fight like that. I don't just do, like, I like to pick my shots, and that's what I did. Right. Um, and when you look at it, I mean, everybody has their own interpretation of fighting, everybody do their own thing, and that was just what I was doing. You know, I get people don't like it, and I mean, that's cool. Like, that's their opinion.
2: No, but you listen, you went in there, you won 30, 26. Thirty twenty seven. You did your job. You got paid. You made the UFC. You had everything to lose, nothing to gain. Uh, but now you won. You actually you won, and people are, are giving you a hard time, which is kind of bullshit because you did your job. So, I
5: mean, like I said, people people just like being offended by shit. Like <laughs> they like here again. If I knock them out, then they would be mad that yeah, well you were supposed to knock them out. I didn't knock them out, then they mad. I did knock them
2: out. Nobody, like, nobody would, nobody would get mad if you knocked him out. Honestly, if you were to knocked him I, out, I,
5: well, not okay. Let me rephrase. Not, not. I shouldn't say mad, but people would have, they would have been complaining. Let me, let me say it like that. They're gonna complain either way. I did, shouldn't say mad. It's, they, they'll, they'll, complain.
2: Did you get laid afterwards? At least?
5: Nah, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, I was. Uh, I did get laid with some pizza, though. It was all about that. I was looking for that Chicago deep dish. Come on, look, you're a good-looking
2: guy. There were no horny Chicago chicks that were like. You know, they hated CM Punk. They wanted to, you know...
5: Hey, none of them came my way. I wish they came my way, but they didn't.
2: Damn! Damn!
5: <sighs> I know. Chicago has some beautiful women out there,
2: too. Oh, yeah. I was so,
5: thinking the Chicago chicks. Yeah, they look nice out there.
2: So what's next for Mike The Truth Jackson?
5: Uh, I don't know, man. We just have to play it by ear. You know, I'm back on The Truth Food Tour. You know, I'll be in uh, Lake Charles, Louisiana this weekend. Uh, a couple weeks from now I'll be in Nashville Tennessee so be on that right now wait
2: doing what what are you doing at these places
5: Uh, so I work for uh, a grappling promotion called Submission Hunter Pro we do these grappling super fights it's one of the top uh, little promotions in the country and uh, we just travel around doing super fights and I just go do the production take pictures and, and eat
2: nice nice All right. well listen Mike I'm a fan okay I'm a fan uh, I understand why people got upset, but you know what? They're not in there. You. They're not. They're
5: not. You're the That's one the thing. Thing. Like, not in there.
2: So. You're the one in there. Okay. You beat CM Punk. I honestly think you should have called out. Uh, who's that guy? With that like that big fat guy? Rikishi. You should have called out Rikishi afterwards. He might have a trouble making <laughs> weight, but but why not? Right. <laughs> I don't think he's alive either. So no, no. When you say you're a photographer. Are you, now yeah. Now, Tanya Ebinger came to my show With this hot ass chick that she's dating Girl's was a 10 She's bad, she's bad she's You came bad. over to her, you're like, I want to shoot you Like, what's going on here? Like, what kind of photographer are you? What, tell us the truth, Michael Jackson I just shoot beautiful things
5: Whether it be women, whether it be fights Whether it be food, I just like taking pictures
2: Oh, good, alright So you're more like a stalker or like a real photographer? No, I'm a real, I get paid. Oh, okay. I'm not a stalker. I'm fucking with you. I don't have you. to stalk. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Listen, I was happy for you, man. I was. I gotta say, I was a little worried in the first round. I'm like, no, please don't let this guy lose. But then you. Then, what, were you what were
5: you worried about?
2: I what was, was worried about? that you're a real fighter and that CM Punk was somehow gonna win for some reason. And uh, why? But that. that
5: okay, <laughs> so let me ask you. Why did you think, like knowing knowing my background?
2: And and striking, and
5: knowing the the, even the amateur MMA background, and knowing he had zero (laughs) combat sport experience, what what is what made you think he had? Because you
2: punched him and he didn't he didn't move, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like, are you kidding?
5: (laughs) 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 He didn't. I remember that too. He didn't, but he stood there for a second.
2: And I was like, "Is he walking through?" And then he got a takedown on you, and I was like, "No." Uh, but then, then everything in the second and third round, it, we, we saw the difference in levels. But you, you didn't, ner- you didn't worry me, man. I'm not gonna lie, I got nervous in that first <laughs> round. I got, I got nervous. I
5: mean, now I'm gonna have to, I'm have to go back because I haven't watched the fight again. He easily, well, I, he I easily won, he
2: easily won ten seven in the first round. But but you came back in the second and third, so that was good.
5: All right, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go check it out and I'm gonna score myself.
2: All right, thanks, Mike. Thanks for being on the podcast. All right, man. Take Appreciate care, it, my guy. Bye. Bye. All right. He's been in the gym before. No, no, no. He came to my show in, uh, in uh, Houston. That was Mike the Truth Jackson. I like Mike. Yeah, right? It's unfortunate that he's going to get cut,
0: maybe. <laughs> I like him. I mean, I don't know who, how far his career the UFC would go, but he's a good dude.
2: Yeah. I mean, f- I mean he, I, he did look like he was fucking around with him too much, but I guess he was trying to prove to him he didn't belong in the UFC, but mm-hmm. he could have proved that by just... Stopping by, by knocking him out, no, like wouldn't that have been more effective? That or, would have been. or just submitting him. But
0: then again, this is exactly what I wanted. I, like a couple of weeks ago, I said, "I hope this fight goes three rounds." So I want to see what, like, I want to see the talent of CM Punk or, or whatever he's learned so far in his three years of training. I want to see like what he's going to put out there, you know, instead and, of and, him getting knocked out in the first two seconds. Yeah, <laughs> which also would have been funny.
2: I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, it was like CM Punk went from like everybody like. It was a, It's a weird emotion. People, first people were like, fuck this guy, blah, 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 he doesn't belong here. Other people were like, yeah, he's the kick ass, he's a wrestler, and he's awesome. And then it turned into like, oh, he's a nice guy, and he's humble, mm-hmm. and you liked him. Mm-hmm. And then it became sad of like, this poor guy is getting the shit beaten out of him. And it almost <laughs> became, as this guy's delusional of like, that guy who, you know, who's like, I must, Almost like Reggie Jackson of, like, I Must Kill the Queen naked oh, and Naked Gun. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or, or something where you king. ever meet somebody that just, like, you, you as a comic, you meet, like, a 60-year-old comic. And or the comic
4: that they just get up there and they don't realize how bad they are and they keep doing it. Every week just, at
2: the open mic. Yeah, and they got to go uh, up. They're at the open, they open mic keep and they're, like, up. 70 years old and, like, it's they have like, four
4: minutes of jokes like, and they're just, one's bad. Someone needs to tell you to just stop. Like, yeah.
2: No, like, and that's kind of what I felt like it was. Became sad. Well, you feel bad for him, and then you find
0: out he made one point five million dollars. <laughs> but he doesn't <laughs> yeah. need it, though. You know, I
2: don't think he needs how you know, you know, much money really he made in wrestling. I mean, I, I mean, he could probably make fifty thousand dollars in appearance if he wanted to. If he wanted to just go to these wrestle cons or these conventions and charge money for pictures, he could walk away with thirty, 000, forty thousand dollars a weekend, which which would be a lot safer mm-hmm. than this. I mean, when you see a guy just get, and you see a guy like he tried so hard. And just got beat up by a guy who – people were upset because he was clowning around. At the same time, like, I don't know. Mike Jackson just – he did his job. He won. Mm -hmm. It's weird that he got cut after winning, though. Yeah. I mean, how bad do you have to lose winning a fight? Do you have to look at winning a fight – to get cut afterwards and
0: that's such a strange like reason to get cut because he was fooling around in there I mean look <laughs> at uh, what's the dude Michael
4: Venom Page that's what he does too
2: yeah basically. but I really were gonna compare uh, mm-hmm. but I, I hear so, you though I yeah. Mean, yeah, and if, if this movie. other
4: guy uh, that you're trying to call if 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 he achieves his goal to actually teabag a guy he would've got cut too right I'm yeah assuming. yeah. if he would've yeah. teabagged he, he have jail, I, don't, I don't think that was you, the, you think he'd go to jail for teabagging yeah that's like sexual assault yeah yeah, yeah uh but certain things you can't do even when you win,
2: I guess. I don't think he was really going to. That was his real goal, though. I think no. he was just being funny. <laughs> I don't think his real goal was
4: to teabag him. <laughs> you don't think but given the opportunity, he would have done it?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if he did, he would have to be one of those things where he like takes a picture and like does a selfie. But like, I don't think teabagging mm-hmm. someone would his mouth have to be open and his balls in the mouth. Yeah, that's he could have just
4: he could have just mimed it. You know what I mean? It could have been know. like a, his own little like, NFL end zone dance. There was know? a
2: kid in my high school. They got in trouble because I went, I went to Hyde, like, this boarding school, where these guys would go in the dorm. They'd be like, I bet you can't do an atomic sit-up. And they're like, yeah, I can. like, no, you can't. So, like, so they would lie the kid down and put a towel over his head, right? And be like, all right, you have to be able to break this towel. And then another guy would step over him, drop his pants, and the guy would do a sit-up right near the guy's asshole, right? and yeah. And then uh-huh. uh, – of course, the kid, like, ran away when that happened. Like, uh, he right. ran away from the boarding school. He was like, I'm out of here. I don't blame him. You go to a school. i would ran, too. Yeah, so then they, the other two kids had to go to the, go to the yeah. dean and demonstrate what an atomic setup was. Are you like, serious? Yeah, yeah,
4: mm-hmm. Did he
2: laugh? No.
4: The, de- the, the dean was into it. You know how those boarding school deans are? There
2: was another kid. <laughs> they love like, those boys. There was a whole thing called hanging the brain where, like, you, oh you, you take okay. your balls, you put it out of your pants, and, like, you look – and they, you squeeze them. And they look like brains. And that's what, ha- and then so kids would go around high school all the time, be like, "Hey, and just hang the brain," like that was their thing. Mm-hmm. And then one kid stood up at a school meeting and goes, "There's no hanging the brain at school meetings while doing it," and he, and he got fucking <laughs>
4: he got that kicked a legend, out. Dude. Oh, yeah, that guy's great. A legend. He's, he went and started Amazon. It's <laughs> he, the kind of balls he's got.
2: <laughs> we've uh, we've seen the balls that he's got. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna call Dana White. So we are calling Dana White right now. Hello. Dana, how are you, man?
6: I'm good, buddy. How are you?
2: Good. So we got Dana White on the podcast, the UFC president. Uh, First of all, thanks for doing my podcast, and thank you for the countless hours of entertainment you have helped provide. I don't even know what my life was pleasure, like. Pleasure.
6: Thanks for having me.
2: Oh, no worries, man. Uh, it's awesome. I, I don't even remember my life before the UFC. That's how much uh, I just love watching MMA. It's a different... Hey, me neither.
6: <laughs>
2: me neither. So so how has life changed? Because like, I remember before the WME merger you know, it was you and the Fatita brothers, and you kind of had like the, the, this like triangle of ideas, and then they went on somewhere else, WME came in. How has, has, it, has life gotten much harder since then on you? More pressure? No, it's been great,
6: man. I mean, Ari Emanuel and I have been friends for a long time, like 10 years. Um, and uh, yeah, we work well together, man. Obviously, if you look at what's going on around here, we've, uh, we've been doing pretty good together.
2: No, yeah, you've been killing it. Uh, you've, been, you've been absolutely killing <laughs> it. By the way, that, that fight last week, that, that main event was insane. I mean, how much heart does Whitaker so have? So good. So
6: good. I mean, it, it, these guys are both so tough, and, and, and uh, yeah, a great fight.
2: I mean, so many guys, I think, you get hit by Yo Romero, and it's, it's over. I mean, but that dude, it looked like he was almost out on his feet, but was just all on instinct, kept going
6: it's, it's insane that, 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 that and he broke his hand in the third round. Whitaker had a broken hand and, you know, fought the entire fight, uh, you know, the rest of the fight with a broken hand against a, a beast like, like Romero and, and Romero too. Romero got hit with some big shots and kept coming forward. And, and, you know, it was a great
2: fight. Yeah, no, it, it was, was
6: to match up very well.
2: It was awesome. And then the, uh, the uh, Colby fight was pretty damn cool too. Uh, uh Colby Covington versus RDA. I think, you know, he just, laid the groundwork on how to beat a guy like rda which is just non-stop grinding non-stop wrestling um now i i, I talked to colby he says he wants to fight woodley and msg in in uh, november is that what you think yeah. gonna ha- is that what you going to happen i have no idea what's going to happen with that
6: fight yet I don't, I don't know um we'll see we'll see we'll see what happens
2: I mean, it's going to be awesome because, like those. I mean, they supposedly they they like trained before, and Colby said he made Woodley quit in practice, and Woodley says that never happened, and it's just it's just it's just crazy. Uh, But yeah, I mean, there's so many good fights. Uh, The uh, the uh, Cormier fight is going to be that's the one I'm looking forward to the most because I I just can't I just keep going back and forth with it.
6: That whole card is sick that, that, that it's, it's International Fight Week, and uh, the whole card is sick. That, that's going to be a fun weekend. Fun week.
2: Oh, absolutely, yeah. I got, I got shows all, all week, by the way, at the uh, Stratosphere, if you want to come. I know you came to my show a couple years ago. It was awesome having you there. Um, so, uh, Zufa Boxing. Is it, how far along are we with Zufa Boxing?
6: Well, well let me say this first. Yeah, it was, it was great, great going to your show, too. You were hilarious. Oh, thank you. you. it that night.
2: Thank you, brother. I,
6: I, I tell the story all the time where uh,
2: <laughs>
6: you were telling some kind of some kind of uh, some kind of raunchy joke or something. You had some raunchy joke and these two old people that were in there I don't even know if you remember this, but these two old people get up and start walking out. And uh they said, Hey we just said something like Where are you guys going? The guy yells out, You suck <laughs> and uh, the old guy yells out, You suck and you go Oh, mom and dad, I'll see you guys. <laughs> it was so... your timing was incredible. It was fucking yeah, hilarious. I think about that all the time. <laughs> it was so goddamn funny.
2: It's exactly what happened. And I remember doing comedy with you at the Laugh Factory, uh, and I'd never seen you nervous before. And you were sweating.
6: Oh, I, no, that that wasn't nervous. That was beyond fucking nervous. That That was like... A next level of nervous. I don't know if I've ever been that nervous in my life. No, I was. I literally never want to try that ever again. (laughs) It was, uh, that's some crazy shit, man. Having to get, listen, I don't give a shit about getting up and speaking in front of people, but getting up and making people laugh. You know, lots of different people think, uh, different things are funny than other people, and it's, it's it's a very hard thing to do. No, um, yeah, because I was trying to console you. Yeah, fucking brutal.
2: I was trying to console you. You were like, "Can you give me a minute, please?" I was like, "Holy shit!" Like you were. I've never seen. Yeah, I didn't want
6: anybody talking to me. (laughs) I didn't want anybody near me. You know, normally when we when we're shooting, looking for a fight, we're having a blast. We're hanging out and and whatever. I don't give a shit, man. I was I was next level, next level. It was the greatest thing when I was done with it and get that off my fucking back, man. (laughs) But that's what we do. I'm looking for a fight. We do shit that makes us uncomfortable. We do shit that, that uh, we necessarily wouldn't do in, you know, normally.
2: Well, you, you did it, and you, you, you killed. You, you, you had a great set. But, I mean, how nervous were you when you had to speak at the Republican National Convention? Was it the same thing?
6: Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Not even at all. I, I was hanging out in the back. We had a blast. It was, it was a good time. When it was my turn to speak, went out there, spoke, and then... I went home. It was, it was a piece of cake. Wow. Doing stand-up comedy is was the, was the fucking worst <laughs> fucking feeling I've ever had in my life. It, it, it was brutal.
2: Wow. That's, that's insane. Cause I, I would, that's, just, that's crazy to me that you did RNC. Now, I mean, did you ever think of yourself back in the day, though, like when you were 18, 19, working at the gym, that you'd be talking at the Republican National Convention?
6: No. <laughs> no, I did not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i mean that that's i mean that that must have been that must have been insane so Zufa boxing there was a rumor going around that you offered uh not wilder uh anthony Joshua five hundred million dollars to sign with Zufa right. boxing is that was that true it's not true
6: uh, me 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 and Joshua spoke on the phone um we we never got together, he never did any of that shit he's under contract with, with Eddie Hearn and um You know, his contract was coming up. And I said, listen, I'd I'd like to talk to you guys. And he made it very clear to me that, that, you know, he he wasn't going to leave Eddie. He wanted to stay with Eddie. And I said, yeah, well, I'm not looking for you to leave Eddie. I I think we can all work together. And, um, you know, I I think we can do a lot for you here in the United States. So I I think we we get together and figure out how to work as a team. Then, you know, I, I think Eddie Hearn, you know, Eddie Hearn hasn't been in the business that long I think Eddie Hearn was very oversensitive about you know the the, the thought that you know Anthony Joshua and I would even talk, you know what I mean and uh t- took it very uh i don't know was almost insulted by it you know and 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 that really wasn't the, the the conversation we had or or the intent
2: okay, so he goes out or someone goes out and like and like spreads that rumor. That it's, yeah, you know, whoever
6: started, that's absolutely not true. Got but it. listen, if, if you're Anthony Joshua, you know, they, they know that we have money, they know that, you know, what we're capable of doing. And, um, you know, not a bad thing for Anthony Joshua for it to be in all the newspapers and all over the internet that I made a $500 million <laughs> offer.
2: Yeah, of course, of course. And, and then, and like your background also is in boxing, so it's not like you, you know, just coming in out of like nowhere. I mean, you started, right? As a, boxing, yep. as a boxing coach. Now, there's yep. a, there was another rumor going around this week that you're really trying to make Brock Lesnar versus John Jones happen. Yeah. That's a, that's,
6: that rumor's not true. First of all, <laughs> yes, the, the, I know they both want to fight, and I would make that fight, but first of all, John's still in trouble, and second of all, Brock Lesnar isn't even in these... If you're in the uh, USADA pool, it, it takes six months um before you can fight again so th- that that's a rumor it's not true
2: okay got it well, i'm happy you're, you're clearing this up now how hard is it for you dana because i know you know you're, you're a great promoter but you're also you're you're a lot more than that you know you're kind of in a lot of ways you're kind of a babysitter and how hard is it for you sometimes to have to take a step back like for example like with the conor mcgregor bus incident right you you, you get into Madison square garden yeah. biggest fight ever everything's going to happen and next thing i know this amazing superstar athlete goes crazy starts tossing dollies at buses i mean what what goes through your head when that happens
6: yeah, that, that was a bad day that was a very bad day you know we have a lot of bad days around here where bad shit happens but that was uh that was right up there with with the worst
2: now do you do you call connor and you're like what the fuck are you doing or do you have to kind of just let everyone else take it take it yeah no so we
6: uh yeah, I, I get, you know, I did, the, I did the interview with the media. I came back to the arena. I had just left the arena. I was literally half a block down the street when Reed Harris called me freaking out that, that, that Connor was attacking the bus. So, so um, you know, I didn't understand exactly what was going on or what had happened, and I knew it was over. So I went to the hotel and waited for the fighters to come back from the hotel, but they had to stay there because the police were called. So the police were coming. So I had to, then I left the hotel and drove back to the arena. Um, and that's when the press was still there and I, I talked to the press and, you know, and Connor and I didn't talk until, uh, I think until Connor had gotten out of jail. I think that's the first time we, we talked.
2: Now, is it like talking? I mean, is it talking to you like you like your son, your child? You're saying, "Hey, listen, Betty, you got the whole world ahead of you. You know, come on, man. Like, what are you doing?"
6: No, I mean, Connor is a guy that you know, you know. I've obviously been behind since day one. He's a, he's a kid that I have tremendous respect for as as a fighter and and as a person. And uh, you know, we we've always had this really good working relationship, but. For him to come to one of our events at, at the arena and, and, and do what he did was as bad as it gets.
2: Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Well, you, I mean, I was like, I remember texting you, like, hey man, sorry you had a wrong that bad day. You texted back a gun emoji. To like your head, <laughs> like fucking. Yeah. I was like, oh. yeah. I'm like, oh man, and then I said, like, even John Jones thinks that McGregor needs to put it together, and and like normally I get like an LOL from you, and I got nothing, and I'm like, uh oh, I think yeah. I, I feel like I'm bombing in my own text messages right now. <laughs> uh, this, this is this is not good. Yeah. This like comedy is tragedy plus time. Let's give this some time. So, uh, uh, yeah, but that's why it's got to be so hard because MMA is such a. You, I mean, you attract such a great athlete, but you also attract some people that are just out there and for you to have to kind of rein them all in that's got to be brutal it's got to be brutal
6: yeah no it's it's we got a lot of people under contract here over 500 fighters under contract and that doesn't include all the employees i have here you know so things are always happening somebody you know has personal problems or some you know every day every day we deal with this stuff from you, you know on both sides fighters and employees
2: is it ever tempting to just get an, buy an island and be like, you know what, I got the money, I can go get an island, live there, happily ever after, and just, is that ever a temptation you have?
6: No, <laughs> never. I, I, uh, the retirement doesn't even, not even close. Um, I love this, you know, this is, this is, this is what I do, man. And uh, if I do go on vacation, after like four days, I'm chomping at the bit to get back to work, so. <laughs>
2: yeah yeah no i'm good did you watch the uh bare knuckle boxing event that went on in wyoming i did not it was good it was brutal it was good but uh, rowdy beck kicked some ass she she did really good and then uh who did rowdy beck rowdy beck did really good uh I i think she found her calling in life uh it's brutal it's really yeah it's brutal i mean it's they have bare knuckles, and Joey Beltran fought. Uh, that was a really good fight against Tony Diaz. I think they're onto something. It's only legal in Wyoming, but it's it's very entertaining, and a lot of MMA guys are going over to it. So interesting. I, I don't know. Uh, it's de- it's definitely in, definitely in, in, insane. Now I got to ask you, Ben Askren, right? I'm, a, I'm obviously a big wrestling fan. I'm a huge fan of Ben Askren, 17-0, two-time national champion. He says he, he went over to you guys. You said, win some fights in the WSOF, and then we'll, we'll put you in like the UFC. Is, is that what happened?
6: I don't even remember. To be honest with you, I don't even remember.
2: But Now, is that a guy, though? That, is, is that a guy that, that you would still... Let allow to come back and like and uh, compete in the UFC. He's under contract. He's oh. under contract with one FC. He
6: can't go anywhere and do anything.
2: Right, right, right. Because there's a guy that I I would love to see how he would match up against some of the best 170 pounders. You know. Cause, yeah, yeah. Cause he's, definitely.
6: But he, uh, yeah, he can't. He's 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 under he's under contract with those guys. So.
2: Because he's such a he's such a good wrestler, but. uh But yeah, that 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 makes sense. Now, Khabib versus Conor in Russia—is that what? Are we close? No,
6: that's not happening in Russia. Ah,
2: why not? Yeah, that's not
6: happening in Russia because that's going to happen in Las Vegas.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That that would be awesome. That that that's the fight that I can't wait to see. I just—it's a tough fight because if Khabib—if it goes past three rounds, I got to give it to Khabib. But Connor has that. Are that,
6: you, 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 you going to fly to Russia to see that fight and buy a ticket?
2: One hundred. If you get me front row tickets, it'll be me and Yakov Smirnoff. <laughs> uh, I will one hundred percent go to Russia. Are you cra- absolutely? Are you are you crazy? One hundred percent. there's so many fights I want to see. Uh, uh, Nate Diaz. I mean, personally, I, here's my like dream. I, I want Nate Diaz to come back. He's he's one of my favorites. Uh, I don't know why he's not still fighting. I, don't, I mean that's all obviously all on Nate Diaz. I can't wait to see obviously Woodley versus uh, Colby, and I will you know I want to see what happens with uh, with uh, Stipe. But you're right that, that, that whole card top to bottom of UFC 226 is uh, insane. It's absolutely insane. Who do you want to see
6: Nate Diaz fight?
2: Uh, who do I want to see? I want to see Nate Diaz fight at one se- Ben Askren. If you can get him on, the- no uh, what fucking Nate Diaz want to see him fight Kevin Lee where, Nate, hey, where are you going to fly to see that one Fantasy <laughs> Island <laughs> well, yeah exactly Fantasy Island uh, me and Nick the Tooth and uh, so, no I want to see Nate Diaz I want to see Nate Diaz fight uh, Kevin Lee I think that would be a good fight
6: yeah I agree with you uh, I agree with you yeah and yes I agree with you on the 7 too you got Miocic Cormier you got Holloway Ortega uh, Francis Ngannou versus Derek Lewis. Yeah. Kies- Kiesa versus Pettis, the fight that was supposed to happen in New York. Saki versus Roundtree, which oh. would be a fucking insane. And uh, this the, we call this kid Baby Vitor, but uh, Costa. Costa versus uh, Uriah Hall. Oh, yeah. Um, Yancey Medeiros versus Mike Perry. Oh, that's...
2: Yeah, that's going to be insane. I, I love Yancey. He's oh. such a nice guy, but he d- doesn't necessarily... We got Asuncio,
6: Asuncio versus Font.
2: Yep. Also a great fight. Also a great fight. Awesome. Uh, now, what do you think about De La Hoya signing Chuck to fight Tito?
6: Um, yeah, hey, those guys want to fight. Listen, I, I, I pray, pray that Chuck doesn't fight again. I, I hope that doesn't happen, but um, yeah. Listen, if, if they, whatever, whoever he signs with, if, if those guys fight, I just hope that that Chuck makes a, a shitload of money, man. I, I, I just I, I just hope he never fights again, man. And uh, I would hope that the people close to him would think like I do, too.
2: I mean, you you were his his first manager, right?
6: Yeah. Now, uh, now- I don't know if I was his first manager, but I was. I was his manager.
2: Now Phil Baroni keeps telling us that he knocked down Chuck in sparring, and you were there. Uh, That's not
6: true. He, did, he, he didn't knock Chuck down. <laughs> he didn't knock Chuck down. Phil, Phil sparred with Chuck. There's, it's on the internet.
2: Yeah, you, you can go on the internet and watch it. But he says, "Okay, so but Phil says that he should sign with Zufa Boxing. You guys would give him a chance, right, Baroni? Baroni? Yeah." And I, I
6: have a long history and a, a relationship with Baroni, and uh, you know, the, 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 as, as crazy as Baroni is, you know what I mean, what a madman he is. I've actually had a good working relationship with Phil. We've had a couple of uh, a couple of moments, but uh, other than that, I've had, but but I think I think Phil is somebody who should retire too.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, he 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 fought two weeks ago. He uh, won in ten seconds. In King of the Cage. Did he really? Yeah, he fought King of I the Cage. I didn't know that. Yeah, in, in uh, San Diego. He won in 10 seconds in, uh, in King Good of the Cage.
6: Him. Maybe I'm wrong then. Maybe Phil should be <laughs> fighting.
2: <laughs> now, who's the, now, who's the guy that you'd like uh, that uh, surprised you? A guy that you were like, man, I don't really see it. And then three years later, the guy was a world beater. Who, who was one of your biggest surprises?
6: One of my biggest surprises don't know if there's ever really been a big surprise i mean if there was there was, a, there was a guy that we we saw that looked talented and they made it all the way i we, you know we we kind of expected off the top of my head I, I can't really think of anybody who blew me away and i was like oh wow we didn't see that coming
2: yeah yeah i mean a guy, well, a guy like like clay guida or something who would like you're like oh okay he's good but then all of a sudden he just achieves you know, he, he like beats guys that you didn't think he was going to beat on paper. One uh, what, what of the, the funniest oh, stories? That,
6: that, that happens all the time. I mean, th- th- there's guys that fight that, that you think will never be beaten. You know, they end up getting beat. It's just when you've been in this sport long enough, th- there's no surprises. I mean, anything is possible in this sport.
2: Yeah, that's what makes it such a great sport. One, one of my favorite um, stories you told me, uh, we can edit this out, by the way, if you want to tell us, was, was, was when you went to court because two guys masturbated on the Ultimate Fighter, and like someone's sushi, and then you had to tell the judge, yeah. you had to tell the judge that that like that 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 it wasn't real jizz or something.
6: No, it was it, it wasn't in court. We had to go before the uh, the, the Nevada State Athletic Commission. Uh, but what? I, I don't I don't think I I don't think we went in there and said it wasn't real. We just went in there and took our. Uh, took our whooping and said it would never happen again oh
2: okay oh, I thought you guys were saying that it was like oh what it was actually glue or something or it wasn't actually no no
6: I, I, <laughs> I don't think it was glue <laughs> got it
2: <laughs> got it now have you have you thought about producing comedy specials and if so can you produce mine and it will air it on Fight Pass uh, has that ever yeah
6: we, we, we did we did one of Joe Rogan's
2: specials oh nice we might have done a
6: couple of Joe Rogan specials yeah oh.
2: yeah we produced comedy before well, let's do it. I'm in. What's the submission process? You ready? I, I'm f- ready. I've been doing this 21 fucking years. Uh, yes, of course I'm ready. <laughs> Come on, man, put me in. I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm totally ready. You produce it. Let's do it. It'll, it'll be uh, Dana White produces the Adam Hunter comedy special. I'm in. Are you in? We'll talk about it. Oh, that'll be, that'll that would we'll be amazing. About. Also, I got a, I got a baby coming in five weeks. I got a baby girl coming. Any advice on parenting? Yeah.
6: Yeah, well, my advice is you better start pumping out uh, comedy specials. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> Babies aren't cheap.
2: <laughs> That's true. Uh, how, many, how many kids do you have?
6: I have three. I have two boys and a girl.
2: All right, so being a parent to a girl, help me. What are things I should look out for? Give me some good advice.
6: No, it's the best. So in the beginning they're all about mommy 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 and and you know you you feel like the outsider but then as they get older it turns into it's all about daddy and it's it's the fucking best and it just gets better and better every year
2: nice nice how old are your kids now
6: so my oldest son just turned 17 we just had his birthday last weekend my younger son turned 16 in july and my daughter is 12.
2: wow now how do they deal with you traveling all the time
6: they're used to it. It's, it's that's it's been that way their whole life. They're totally used to it. They're used to the whole lifestyle. My kids have really, really adapted well to to my life and you know all that stuff. It's they're very very cool.
2: Well, then like one time they wanted to have like a white Christmas, so you had snow flown in from like Alaska or something.
6: They, they, no, they didn't. They didn't want to have a white Christmas. They they. You know, they didn't get to, I, I grew up back in Boston when I was younger and they, they, you know, you got to experience snow and sledding and all that shit. So yeah, I, I had, I had, um, snow brought in and built a huge mound that they could sled on. I do all kinds of crazy shits for my kids. You see the fucking birthday parties I've been throwing for my kids since they were babies and, and the, uh, fucking birthday parties, um, you know, trips we take them on, you know, cool things that they get to do. Always.
2: Yeah, no, one of the coolest things also, like I went to high school in, um, in Maine. I went to a boarding school called the Hyde School in Bath, Maine. You're from Maine, and you told me that you, you grew up pretty poor, so when you got rich, you actually bought the whole block for your family?
6: No, no, no. So my grandmother lived, my grandparents lived up there, and I got a bunch of cousins and stuff. And uh, my grandmother lived in a trailer on a piece of property that she paid rent on. And, um, I went. I bought the whole street. I didn't buy the block. I bought the whole street, literally the whole street.
2: That I mean, they must have loved it. I mean, they must have been in heaven.
6: Yeah, it's where it's where we go all the time, and and I built this crazy, you know, fun place with all the toys up there, and uh, we go there every, you know, as many as much as we can until it snows. I don't go near <laughs> that place when it snows, but um, until it snows, we we go up there. I'm I'm going there for the Fourth of July again, and. I was just there a few weeks ago, and I'll go as many times as I can this this, uh, this summer.
2: That's awesome. That's awesome. I got I got to ask you. Uh, so I was a big Kevin Randleman fan. I'm a, I'm a big Jens Pulver fan. Uh, I think both those guys should be in the Hall of Fame. No?
6: No, I agree. Yeah, they should, and they will be someday.
2: Uh, That'll be awesome. Good, good, good. Yeah, those guys are. You know, I, I just. Uh, my favorite people to, uh, to interview are always the old timers like we had, we had we had Don Fry on uh, earlier and just he's awesome those guys are my favorite because those guys fought yeah just for honor you know it wasn't about the money it wasn't about the, the sex or this or that it was just because they were tough and they wanted to prove it and those are always my favorite guys I had uh, Mark Kerr on the podcast recently and that was pretty awesome they had too. to
6: fight friggin 10 times a night <laughs> to win 50 grand
2: yeah Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite stories is Gary Goodridge told me he went to Brazil. They told him, no rules. You go to a fight, no rules. Then he gets there. They're like, oh, we have – there's a couple rules. He was really angry about that. So during the fight, he removed the guy's cup, grabbed his balls, and squeezed as hard as he could, and the guy tapped. And he's like – and then everyone started – got really mad at him and started throwing shit at him. But he's like, you said no rules. Like – those are the like That's
6: so, crazy.
2: Some of the craziest stories I've ever. And then Henzo, hey, from, hey, you really gotta want to win to grab another guy's ball. <laughs> yeah, I would. I mean, hell, what? no rules, no rules. Fuck it. And then Henzo. I'm always looking
6: for guys with that killer instinct, man. You got it.
2: <laughs> yeah. And then Henzo, Henzo Gracie is another guy who uh, told me he was one time in a fight, and it was in Brazil, and his back was against a cage, and he got stabbed during the fight from somebody that came, and he continued to fight and won the fight after getting stabbed in the middle of a fight. I mean, those guys... That's he- fucking great.
6: Now, listen, listen, man, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I, I've spent some time with him and uh, in Abu Dhabi. You know, it, 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 we, Sheikh Mohammed and Sheikh Taknoon are, 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 were investors in the UFC, and uh, me and Lorenzo would go out there uh, and Frank and, and and spend time with these guys. The best, the incredible guys. These guys spend time with them, and uh, they always have their friends around. And he, and he is very, very good friends. But Henzo Gracie, very good friends. So pretty much every time I went out there, Henzo would be there. And the stories that Tak Noon would tell about about um, Henzo too, some crazy horse race. Ask him about the horse race. <laughs> That, that talk Noon got him in and, and Abu Dhabi is crazy But basically, you know Sheikh Taknoon Noon was telling me That he's one of the toughest guys He's ever met in his life
2: Now, w- w- weren't you worried that one time In UFC Abu Dhabi When it was Anderson Silva versus Maya I think the main event, right? And everyone was booing Were you guys worried for your lives? Like, like this is, this is going to be really bad?
6: No, it's, it's not like that It's not like that over there That's all, that's all American bullshit it's, it's, it's awesome over there no. I mean, you, you ask Kenzo Gracie that guy's over there every weekend yeah you know he ain't over there because it sucks he's over there because it's awesome
2: he was telling um, me that. So, are, yeah.
6: the, the way those people treat you when you're over there is phenomenal
2: he, he was telling me he was at a concert with his daughter and some guy kept trying to buy beers for his daughter who was like 15 and he was like leave me alone and the guy's like shut up old man so he waited for the guy in the bathroom at the concert choked him out and put his head in the, in the uh, toilet so <laughs>
6: Yeah, no, he don't play, man. He's, he's, you know, he's getting older now, but uh, when, he, when he was young, he was, uh, he was a wild man.
2: When was the last time you got into an actual fight? Oh,
6: Jesus. I think the last time, it never, it didn't, it didn't get into an actual fist fight, but my last, like, altercation was at the Wiggles.
2: <laughs> the, wait, the concert? The, the Wiggles
6: concert? Yeah, the Wiggles concert with my kids. Yeah. <laughs> when they were little. I think that's the last time that I actually... Wait,
2: wait, to, we, uh, we, we have to go back a little bit. Why did you get into a fight at the Wiggles concert?
6: <laughs> because this... Uh, so, me and my wife and my kids were in the second row. And some assholes in the first row, right? So, at the Wiggles, when, when, when they start singing, all the kids go up in front of the stage and they can, you know, stand on the stage. They're all dancing and jumping around and shit. So, my kids are up there. So, my wife, who is... Italian and fucking crazy about the kids they can't go two feet by themselves she goes up and she's sitting there but there were other parents up in the front too and this guy I'm sitting there in my seats and I'm looking I'm like is that fucking guy yelling at my wife I think that guy is yelling at my wife so I walk over there and I go what's going on and, and, and my wife says he, he's saying go sit in your seats like we're in the fucking eighth row he fuckface we're, we're in the second row we're right behind you you know what I mean so then I, he, he, I get fucking pissed and I start getting into it with this guy. And guess what this, 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 this guy does? What? What do you think this guy does? It works when for, I start getting aggressive with
2: him. Works for Bellator? No, I. I
6: runs and gets security. Ah, oh, come on.
2: So really? Wait
6: a minute. You were just here getting in my wife's face like a fucking tough guy. Yeah. I come walking over here and, and you fucking run to security? Ah. Oh, yeah. That's come the on. last real, like, holy shit. My husband's going to get in a fight incident that I had. Man, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm 48 years old. I fight to get on a treadmill. I ain't going to fight anybody.
2: Yeah, but don't you have a boxing guy every day at, at noon that coaches you guys? Uh, cause...
6: Yeah, we work out. I just, I just, when we built this new building, um, I built a gym here. Yeah, I got a badass little gym here. I work out every day. My friends come in, we work out together, and uh, yeah, it's awesome.
2: But when you were going to fight Tito Ortiz, you, you actually weighed in, right? I mean, you were ready to fight him.
6: Yeah, you know, we were going to fight, yeah.
2: <laughs> that would have been he's awesome.
6: He's the one that did it. He put it in the contract. He said when he signed the new contract, uh, him and Lorenzo did the deal because he and I couldn't even be in the same room together. So him and Lorenzo did the deal, and Lorenzo called me and said he's putting, he wants to put in the uh, contract that he'll sign it if, if you'll box him in a three-round boxing match. I go, fuck yes, done, sign it.
2: And then I think Jenna told them, this is probably not a good idea, right? You have nothing to win out of this?
6: I don't know who told them. Listen, they, they, they were calling and they said, uh, and they were talking to Craig Borsari, yes, the head of production here, said, uh, we want to go, it's like Craig was my manager, <laughs> he says, well, uh, we, we want to go no headgear, headgear. I said, no problem, no headgear. We want to use eight ounce gloves. No problem, we can use eight ounce gloves. They kept throwing all these things at me like I was going to say no or something or say it's not happening. I agreed to everything they wanted. Wow. And then right, as, you know, we did the whole thing with Spike leading up to the fight. And then like four days before it was supposed to happen, Tito called and left a voicemail on my phone and said, I'm going to let you off the hook on this.
2: Oh, come on. That's <laughs>
6: yeah, that's how it went down.
2: Wow. So, I, 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 you, and you were sparring with like real heavyweight fighters right like rank guys oh I had
6: fucking I, I had like the number 12 guy in the world in here sparring with me
2: and how were you doing you against know, them
6: I was sparring listen to me I, you know when that happened I was 30 fucking 7 years old 37 I got these 24 and 25 year old bad motherfuckers coming every day and just beating the shit out of me we were sparring like every day I got in the fucking best shape I've been in Ever for that for that thing, and um, and I remember every day sparring was at four o'clock, and I'd be in my office, and I'd be like, "Oh my god, it's fucking two o'clock! Those guys can be here in two hours. Oh my god, they're going to be here uh, in and, and then I'd go down and, and, and spar with these guys.
2: Uh, that, that sucks because I, I mean, you, you got beat up for no reason for like <laughs> months. Yeah, I
6: did. <laughs> yes, I did.
2: <laughs> now, now, CM Punk, are we going to give him a third chance? What do you think? No.
6: Yeah. I, I no. I, I don't know. Think, I, I don't. I don't think he really wants a third chance. Uh, you know. Hopefully, after this last fight, you know, the, the guy has. He's got balls, man, and he's got guts, and <clears throat> he went on the world stage. And, and, and he gave it two shots, man. A lot of people want to talk shit about CM Punk. Get in there.
2: Yeah. C-
6: come on over. Fun, yeah. Fight, fight one of these guys. It's easy to sit in your fucking living room and talk shit. Come in here. This guy actually was a huge star at WWE. Came over here and put it all on the line twice, man, in front of the whole world. Now, if people can't respect that, then then you're a fucking idiot anyway.
2: No, nothing but respect for him. It, it did get kind of sad though. At a, at a certain point, where you're like, man, why? You know, why? Why are you doing this after? A while, like, maybe someone should have told him that was training with him. Hey, but man, it, we're not. We're not you ready. Can't
6: tell somebody though. You can't tell somebody don't do the thing that you want to do the most. That, that, that CM Punk wanted to be a UFC fighter. He wanted to come and he wanted to fight here. He wanted it so bad that he fucking dropped everything and focused on nothing but mixed martial arts. Did these unbelievable... If you talk to his team, you know, next time you talk to Duke Rufus or Pettis or any of those guys and th- talk about how this guy was driving back and forth from Chicago to their place, and and would drive for hours to come out and train, would train forever and would be the, you know, they, they, they all ended up respecting him, you know. No, 100%. But and, and the guy went in there and put it all on the line.
2: 100%. But I did text one of his coaches the first fight, right, the night before, and I said, How's he going to do tomorrow? And they wrote back, Not good. So, right. I mean, that's. But at the same time You're right You, you don't know much about Mike Jackson is 0-1 You're not putting him up Against there Against Diego Sanchez Or some world beater You're putting him up Against a guy no, who tell me,
6: tell me one guy Who can walk into the UFC At 38 years old And compete uh, after He's been training For fucking months
2: <laughs> Nobody I mean unless you're an, A very elite level wrestler Elite level boxer Elite level kickboxer Maybe I mean you're right It's, it's, it's just not gonna happen It's just not gonna happen Yep you know, but
6: it, well, I'm saying just a re- he, he wasn't any of those things. He was just a regular guy.
2: Well, he was also just a regular guy WWE guy. I mean,
6: those
2: in, uh, yeah, yeah. But WWE guys are very athletic, right? I mean, for the yeah, most part,
6: they're 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 athletic, but it, it ain't the same thing. No. And the only reason that Brock Lesnar did as well as he did because he was a real wrestler. The guy actually came from collegiate wrestling, and he was one of the best.
2: Now, now the whole thing with John Jones, like. I want to believe him because he's so good to the point where he was beating everybody off stuff. Why would he need to take stuff? Like he was kicking everyone's butt before, you know, like it wasn't like he was losing and then started taking steroids and then beating everybody. He was beating everyone off shit. So I have to give him the benefit of the doubt, but then to fail something twice, I mean, that's got to drive you crazy.
6: The whole John Jones thing drives me crazy. I mean, honestly, John Jones, the greatest of all time, the greatest to ever. Do it, and, and, and the thing that's really frustrating is is, imagine if this guy tried. <laughs> imagine if he tried even a little bit. How incredibly amazing this guy could have been. I mean, it, it's just he, he he could have been the biggest star ever. God knows what he would have you know accomplished, finished accomplishing in the light heavyweight, then in the heavyweight division. Maybe he'd have. You know, had a, had a title defense at heavyweight that would never be broken. And the, the endorsements and the fucking, I mean, everything that that guy could have been is unbelievable.
2: Yeah, 100%. Now, what advice would you give to some of these guys? Like, all right, say a guy like Colby Covington was really not making that much noise. He was winning. He was a good fighter. Then he takes this whole kind of Republican, Trump, you know, angle and it starts going. I'm going to the White House. People start to hate him and become a vi- he becomes a villain. But at least they're talking about him. Now, is that something that you would endorse, or do you think that that's sort of playing a WWE character, or are you like, hey, at least people are talking about you? What's what's your? I, I don't en- I
6: don't endorse anything. I don't ever tell guys how to act or what to say or any of that stuff. It's you know, you are who you are. You know, some some guys. You have a guy like. You know, um, I don't know. A, a good example, I guess, would be, uh, oh, let me think.
2: Like a Rick story or Stephen something? Stephen Thompson. It's Stephen Thompson, okay. Wonder Boy Thompson.
6: Wonder Boy Thompson doesn't talk trash about anybody. You know, he goes in, he's a good-looking kid, clean cut, you know, uh, and, and does his thing. Then you got guys that are like Conor McGregor, you know, that uh, are loud and get in your face and, and, and all this stuff. Whoever you are, you are. And it's my job to promote you. I, I don't tell anybody to do anything. And I, wouldn't, I would never um, suggest to somebody they be somebody that they're not. You yeah. know, to go out and <clears throat> to be Colby Covington, you really got to be a little bit of that. You know what I mean? It takes a certain type of person that doesn't give a shit if he goes out and gets booed everywhere he goes. You actually, uh, you actually create the boos. You, 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 you make it happen when you walk out.
2: Do you ever tell guys to tone it down?
6: He went to Chicago and got on the mic and said, "Chicago sucks. Your pizza <laughs> sucks. Uh, you know all this stuff about Chicago sucks." <laughs> and of course, you know, I mean, when, when you when you got a whole play, you know, the whole arena in Chicago chanting, "Colby sucks. Colby sucks." During the fight, you know. No, but do you ever tell you don't guys? Mind being a bad guy.
2: Do you ever tell guys to calm down at all with that, or, or no?
6: No, not not unless you like. Um, like I'm Miguel- throwing dollies through bus windows or something. <laughs> I mean, unless you start doing something, you know, outrageous. No, we we don't. Or, you know, if it starts to get physical in any way and things like that, that that's shit we don't like, because the the, the athletic commission can come in and, uh, and and make life very very difficult for everybody.
2: Right. Right, right, right. Now, where do you see the UFC in five years from now?
6: We're going into all these different countries and, uh, that we've never been, going into new states that we've never been. You know, I'm going to continue this, this movement to, to grow the sport, you know, throughout the world. And uh, wait till you see, I mean, in five years, we'll be done with our ESPN deal. And you can imagine how big UFC will be in five years.
2: I can't wait. I mean, I'm telling you, I you know, I, I still coach middle school wrestling. I've been doing it twelve years, and I see it firsthand how that has grown. It used to be we used to get ten kids, fifteen kids, now we got forty kids, forty five kids. And it's all because of the of MMA and the UFC. They all look up to it. Like when I wrestled in college, I, I didn't see anywhere to go. I'm not gonna make the Olympics, what am I doing? Now you got all these college wrestlers coming out and Becoming mixed martial arts starts And it's, it's, it's great you, You've developed a professional league for people and, and when women I mean I got all these girl wrestlers too They look at, they, oh I want to be next Ronda Rousey Or they want to be the next Holly Holm Or they want to be the next, you know, Rose Namajunas it's, it's amazing It's really, really cool man
4: It's true
2: it, Thank it, you uh, No, no, thank you Thank you man, thank you for doing the podcast uh, Hopefully I'll see you uh, First week of July uh, Awesome, buddy. UFC, Congrats you
6: on your baby and everything else. And uh, I'll see you soon.
2: Dana, thank you, man. Take care. All right,
6: buddy. Bye. Bye.
2: All right. That was Dana White.
4: Nice. The
0: president of the UFC.
2: President of the UFC. Wow. Yeah, yeah. How cool is that? It
4: was cool how long he stayed on for, man. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was like
2: 45 minutes. Full 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool.
0: I was even nervous, like when you first when he picked up the phone. I was like, even nervous, just you being on the phone with him. I don't know what it is, because yeah. you know you got to respect that dude, his power and what he's done with the the sport that we care so much about.
2: What
4: did you guys think of the interview? It was great, fantastic. Yeah. I learned a lot because yeah. I don't know much, so yeah. I learned a lot. So. So. It's funny that he thought you were the White House calling. <laughs> was that? Did they record? Did we record that earlier? Uh, I, the, the, I thought it was the White House. <laughs> uh, so all right,
0: so Joe, what do you got coming up? You can go follow me on Twitter and Instagram at The Wean Dog, and you can go listen to Ween Dog Radio, my podcast. i uh, got some cool stuff coming up, so go check it out.
4: Uh, what do you got coming up? Uh, I've got shows. You can find all my shows being promoted on my Instagram. My personal Instagram is at Funny Jones. Uh, you can follow my podcast, Weird AF News. It's weird as fuck news if you're into that weird shit uh, on any of your podcast um, apps or whatever.
2: All right, this Friday night, I'm at the Tilted Kilt in uh, Temecula doing comedy with Sam Alvey uh, and Jeremy Pivens going to be there. Uh, Huntington Beach on Sunday at the Rec Room. This Saturday, I'm at the, uh, the M Resort in Las Vegas. Uh, next Friday night, I'm at the Hollywood Laugh Factory, the 22nd. I'll be in Edmonton, Alberta, Wednesday the 27th at the Comic Strip to, uh, to uh, the uh, January 1st. And then... Uh, July 2nd to the 9th. I'm in Las Vegas at the Stratosphere Hotel. Well, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Uh, thank you, Don Fry. Thank you, Dana White. Uh, thank you, Wean Dog. Thank you, CB. Thank you, Jonesy. Thank you, Mike Jackson, as well. You guys are
0: the best. Take
1: care.